0: Welcome back to Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. We've been slacking and not uploading, but this one will be uploaded, I promise. Well, holidays, but I still got two podcasts recorded, not uploaded somewhere. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's on me.
1: Uh, Those those aren't relevant anymore, probably.
0: It's alright. Whenever we're in one of those funks where we just forget to do podcasts, I'll just upload them. It's cool. We got we got some news
1: yeah, though. They're not gonna be relative. You might as well just fucking throw them up immediately. Like yeah, but
0: you're forgetting back one back. very important thing. I'm you're lazy right. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I said it. So I don't I don't know where Monty is. I don't think he's gonna be around for this, so if you're stuck with us. So the last podcast we did, hold on. Which one was it? What did we talk about? Who fucking knows? That was episode 26, two months ago. Uh, We ranted about Destiny 2, and Mm. I think it was right after BlizzCon. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. Since then, we played Jedi Fallen Order, beat it in two days. It's good. Wish there was more. I like it. I've uh, been playing Red Dead Redemption slash Red Dead Online. That's been really nice, except for the bugs and glitches and stuff. We'll talk about that some more. We got a Resident Evil 3 remake announcement. So that's big. And what else did they announce?
1: That's, I don't know. Oh, the the new Xbox. No, Xbox yeah.
0: Which I guess we could start with that because that shouldn't take too long. So they announced that there's going to be two different versions. There's going to be the cheap version that can do 1080p, 60 frames per second, they claim, with no optical drive. And it's apparently going to be smaller, cheaper, whatever. It's going to be more of their, like, uh, their fire stick kind of thing. You watch all your TV on it. You play your games on it. Uh, they're both going to be backwards compatible, for like four generations or something, whatever. Um, and then there's the big one. And... You could tell the true console peasants who make the memes that like, hey, I put a piece of glass on it and it's it's a coffee table. It's like, <laughs> what the f- why do you give a shit about how your console looks? It doesn't well, matter point, at all.
1: Which was, it's not about how it looks, it's about how it functions. Like most people that am consoles saying. put it on a, like a um uh, entertainment system. And entertainment systems typically aren't like, uh, built for that you know they're typically not uh, designed to have a big fucking computer tower on it
0: well sure I'm they are sure. a lot of them are I mean I bought one for $30 from Best Buy and it fits an entire receiver in it if it can fit a receiver it can fit this Xbox it's it's smaller than pretty much any computer case I like people just don't like it because it's it's like oh, a it's just, rectangle. They put
1: the controller next to it. It looks pretty fucking tall compared to the controller. Uh, it looks about maybe uh, two thirds the size of a computer tower in terms of height.
0: Yeah, and for the amount of power they're allegedly going to be able to push through that, and that's pretty good. Well, I mean, listen, I, that's why there's two I mean, options. If you'd rather have less power, need to
1: be larger. I mean, in order to there's it's, to it's a no,
0: longer. it's a no-win situation for them. Like they create a big console that works really well and's got some power to it. People are like, oh, it's too big but you release a ps4 and people joke that it sounds like a jet airplane like well yeah. which one do you want you can only have one i mean yeah. with current technology so pick one honestly i mean
1: well consoles degrade faster just like notebooks because they're you know laptops they're des- they're not designed to fail it's just when you put all those computer parts into a small area you're not going to dissipate heat good enough. They're just the technology. Yeah, plus, not
0: very clean. few people take apart their their console to like spray it down with canned air. Right. You now, like big so, PCs, people clean a lot more often.
1: You get caked up air. Like, you get caked up gunk.
0: Like, you know, opening your
1: computer and see how gunky it is just after a year. And imagine your console sitting there with that in much more limited space for five years at a time. Yeah, of course they're going to fail in five years. You know uh even sometimes even sooner than that, depending on how often you use it, if you use your console all the time you you probably get two or three years out of it uh depending yeah, and, and that's, that's why that's the know. one
0: thing gamestop is good for. you wait until they got some kind of deal where you trade in a console and a game for extra money, and you go trade in your old console for whatever new one's out there, but uh, you know, game, game Doesn't really affect me. I'm probably not gonna a get a console. but
1: Need to figure out that you need to give your user base access to the internals so they can clean it with air or anything like that. And they need to start going. I I don't. I mean, I guess it.
0: I, I mean, but I mean, tell me that it. The point is. And more. Point is, is it? It looks good. I I don't care what people say. I think it looks good.
1: Sure. Whatever. Visually, it's okay. It's just a fucking, it's a box, whatever. (laughs) I mean, they all look like they're, they're, I've never looked at a console and went, wow, that's fucking amazing looking. They just just all look good. I've never looked at a console and went, wow, that looks terrible. I I mean, they all look
2: well, GameCube,
1: Nintendo, the super Nintendo, even the GameCube. It's called GameCube. It needs to be a cube. It's fine. Whatever. Plays Dude. little mini discs on In fact, the GameCube was probably <laughs> one of the best designs that Nintendo ever had in terms of just space inside the box so that you could actually have some air. Well, them.
0: I'm a little biased against GameCube because um, they stole Resident Evil exclusivity for a good amount of time. But yeah, motherfucking yeah. console had a handle. It had a you handle. To
1: take it to your friends and play Smash and shit
0: like yeah, that. Yeah, they true. were like, hey, check Nintendo out these little Warner mini discs. They'd take out these little mini-discs, <laughs> yeah. and then they're like, but this well, game needs two of them. At the time.
1: They, they, they were, uh, those were popular at the time. Right, uh-huh.
0: but the other two consoles it was competing against could play DVDs and CDs, and you couldn't fit those into a GameCube, so that's functionality you're losing. And then all the good games required two discs. So, <laughs> does it really? I mean, the thing was big enough, you could have just made that... The top part a little bit bigger and actually had regular sized discs. It's it's like they well, just. I wouldn't doubt whatever. it.
1: The companies like Nintendo make deals with
3: some, you know, uh, people that produce that kind of. Uh, I guess it's not really software. It's a type. Well,
1: of yeah, but you know,
0: apparently no one except for me has a problem with the GameCube design. You take two GameCubes, stack them together, get rid of the shitty colors and the handles, and people it's bitch. Insane. <laughs> that it's the, the, the fucking same. new
1: xbox looks that's basically what the xbox is yeah. yeah
0: but the thing like also people are like oh the series x so what are these other ones going to be called it is a
1: terrible name <laughs> well yeah first
0: of all it's a terrible name and second of all people are like well the big one is called series x what's the other one going to be called like dude it's in the name they're both series x it's a yeah, series they're both, both going to have their own fucking names they got code names or something now i don't whatever
1: yeah Even if it's called Series X, whatever.
0: It's just a bunch of fanboy fucking PS4 people that are like, it looks stupid. And, you know, just wait because... There's some Xbox people that think it looks stupid,
1: but whatever. It's just, I don't understand why people care about what their console looks like. You know, everybody's always got an opinion about what their console looks like. As long as... I, I just care about how it functions.
3: Look, you're gonna to you're gonna stuff it, it behind
0: your function. TV or on the floor or in your yeah, entertainment nobody, center, nobody, and no one it's gonna to your house it's gonna fade me. into the background, and no one's ever gonna notice.
1: It is a newsflash. Nobody comes to your house and goes, "Oh my god, that's a cool looking Xbox." Nobody, no girl comes to your house and like, "Oh my god, I wasn't gonna fuck him, but then he had an awesome looking box
0: sitting next to his TV. I don't know what it is, but it looks cool."
1: What, what like so? What are you fucking worried about?
0: I mean, if you're really worried about it, just mod it or something. There's mod kids out there. Christmas lights on it. I mean, I have a custom-built PC that I can literally customize anything about it that I want, and I still don't fucking care. It's a black box. And guess what? It's bigger than the Xbox.
1: And that's really what comes down to my complaint with consoles, and I was excited when I first saw the Xbox design. I thought maybe they're actually going to do it. That's why it looks like a computer tower, but they're not another year where consoles are coming out i mean we haven't seen the playstation 5 so there's still hope but i doubt it i doubt they're gonna do it but i mean just it's not even about the money like microsoft and sony could be making so much more money right now they make losses on their fucking the production of their consoles they lose because you can't build systems that are that powerful for the price point that you buy a console you can't do it but the problem is they make losses on that and they try to make it up with game sales. <laughs> but you know how much money they could make if they would make this shit modular. Cause then you could have, you could have people that buy the cheap version like a $200 version or a $300 version. And yes, take <clears throat> your loss on it. But those people could come back later and go, I want to upgrade to the fucking $800 version without going out and buying the $800 version. So now for less than $800, cause I've already put 300 down, I could spend 200 bucks to get the modular parts that fit into this that only Sony produces and it fits only from Sony's shit. Like, that's all they have to do. Use your own plug-in systems. You know, you don't have to use fucking 8-pin and shit like that so that people can just go out and do some work. Yeah, you put it in final. a shell
0: that just fits into whatever fucking port right. that has its own other shell on it. And... Exactly. Yeah, it then would then be pretty so easy to do.
1: And then you don't have to do... These constant iteration, PlayStation 6, PlayStation 7, you're done there. You just call it, you don't even call it PlayStation 5, you call it the PlayStation or something like that and just be done with it and just keep, you just keep doing modular shit, new modules, just like any other company like NVIDIA does and like AMD and Intel do. Every year they come out with new, more powerful shit and you'll have people in your communities that buy that shit new. And you'll have people that don't and they wait a couple years and they buy it when it's cheaper or on sale or something like that. And you, now you've entered the business of actually making money off consoles and people can go, oh, I can, you can have games sell your console. Now you can literally have games come out and, and force people to upgrade to buy more of a con like instead of. Hey, look, this we the PlayStation's been out for five years now, and you know the technology is getting better for those and the the developers are using the better modules. So if you want to run this game, the minimum requirements is that you have the PlayStation, you know with this in it and this one in it and this slot in it, you know, and if you don't, you're going to have to upgrade like that's all you have to do and you can make it backwards compatible because now you can afford to put all of the fucking shitty technology you got to build into these systems you can build a fucking module that you slot in that's like it's an, it's an expansion to it remember how we used to have those for consoles fucking Sega CD and shit you put an expansion on your PlayStation that's like yeah, it never backwards worked. compatible <laughs> yeah well i had it it worked for me i mean oh well, <laughs> i mean
0: monetarily great. for the company it never worked well monetarily no
1: but I'm, I mean, it's it, now's the time to do expansions for consoles. You know, like, hey, here's an expansion that you can buy that slots into here and plugs into this and you can play PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4 games or just PlayStation 1 games and you got to buy the one for PlayStation 2 games. Whatever, whatever works for Sony to be able to build something like that and sell it separately so they're not making a fucking loss off of their systems. That's one of the big reasons. If you look at the PlayStation 3, the original Fat Boy, it's backwards compatible. And that's why it, it sucked when mine died because the, you couldn't find that one anymore that wasn't just overly priced by some douchebag on fucking, you know, eBay or whatever. So I had to buy the smaller one. And what's this? Why is the smaller one cheaper? Because they took the backwards compatible technology out of it. And that sucks. I got a ton of games I can't fucking play without like going on their store and having to play pay some fucking subscription to play old bullshit on a streaming service. Fuck that. I want to play my PS2 games. I can't do it. I just, I can't without paying them money, which I've already paid for the fucking games. I have the copies of them and that sucks. And, And I want that. And another fucking cycle. Here's another cycle where they're
0: not doing it. They just don't get it. They don't get it. Well, you don't know. They haven't announced it about PS5. We
1: keep hitting these weird fucking things where we've hit this point in gaming where we have almost photorealistic technology. You you play a game like Death Stranding. Everybody I've seen play it on Twitch. You can go watch clips of people just when they when they first boot up the game, like the beginning of their playthrough. The first segment when the game's opening up, it shows like the intro credits and it's showing off like uh, the terrain and stuff like that and it looks real and i thought it and everybody that i see plays it thinks it they think it out loud is this real footage or is this in game that's what everybody's thinking and then it cuts to fucking norman reedus on a motorcycle and if you know kojima you know it's not pre-rendered shit so it looks fucking great and yeah you know we haven't hit the point yet of like perfect photorealistic faces. you know. That's not even
0: them. really about that. It's Now it's about resolution. These new consoles yeah, are supposed I, to be able to I hit understand. 4K. But I mean, eventually, but, you're, you're going to have, I mean, probably 10 to 20 years, it's going to be 8K resolution is the standard. Everything's going to be fucking 8K, 240 frames per second plus. Like, what are you going yeah. to do after that? That's basically what every console is going to be leading up to.
1: What do you do after that is the point I'm getting to. Like, I feel like we're already at a point where n- these strides, like 4K, 8K, they're not that big of a jump to necessitate a new fucking well, I think new they make,
0: of make. I think they make a much bigger difference when it comes to, like, watching movies and stuff. Yeah, but not video Over games. video games. Yeah, I mean, it's still, like... If if that's the standard and everything is built around 8K, like, yeah, that'll be good. I'm not going to be an early... Ad- I still play at 1080p. I don't play at 1440 because I'll just put fucking anti-aliasing on. To me, I'd rather have the frame rate and all the lighting and shadows and all that shit look good instead of trying to push my resolution super high and turn everything down because um, I just... You know. I don't really care about jaggy edges that much.
1: Video gaming, VR is the future of video gaming. Anybody, anybody that's played VR knows that that is the future of video gaming. It's going to change video gaming, and it's a new, it's a new frontier of yes, you can absolutely do generations and generations of technology upgrades because the you know the first generation of VR that we've had that was successful had a lot of screen door effect, and they're already starting to wean that out, and you're going to get higher resolutions and things like that. And that is where the future of video gaming is at is because yeah, you're always going to have people that want to sit back and play some games on a TV. That's always going to be a thing. You know, it's going to become the new retro, right? It's just playing on a monitor, but VR will become the core concept of video gaming because it's way more immersive, just miles more immersive. If your goal is to play a horror, if your goal when you play a horror game is to get scared, then you're it 10 times more immersive. And I haven't even done a horror game in VR because I'm too much of a pussy. And I don't even get scared at horror games. <laughs> okay. Like I've, I've done these little horror game things, not really games in Oculus where you sit down in a chair and you're just in a, somebody set up a 3D camera and there's shit going on. I've done those. And that's fucking difficult to complete because you feel like somebody's, Touching at the back of your neck or some shit. <laughs> you know you're alone at fucking three o'clock in the morning in, in the dark. Yeah, that's just I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> like, I did. Uh, I have been planting the seed with my with my wife more and more about VR because she she got out my fucking Christmas gift wrapped up in the living room. She's like, "Do you know what it is?" I'm like, "Is it a VR headset?" She's like, "No." Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Today she asked me how much VR costs. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yes.
3: And she's hearing vr that woman
0: gets you
1: vr she really does love you yeah uh, I, know. <laughs> I mean what a nice
0: it layer. depends it like if she if it's like hey i, I got you this uh oculus quest
3: <laughs> i got you google <laughs> cardboard
1: oculus quest isn't that bad uh it outperforms the one i have now so there's that i mean visually in terms of screen door effect uh
0: I it's know, just, but I want to hook it up to my PC. That's what yeah, I... Yeah, I
1: understand. I understand.
0: For the same price, I, I want it Listen, to be a headset test, that uses my PC as hardware. get
1: the S instead, right? Like it yeah. can go and I'll be, I'll
0: be pissed because that's uh that's one that's one pet peeve of mine is half-ass Christmas gifts. That's why when I give gifts, I give good gifts and I don't half-ass it. Because here, here's the situation. Like This is probably the best example. When I was a kid, I got my first car and I wanted speakers for it. Not like, you know, really loud speakers, just better speakers. So uh, my dad went out and got two of the four speakers and gave them to me for Christmas. So Mm -hmm. I took, I had to take my Christmas money, go out, buy the other two speakers myself. And then it turns out the two that he bought weren't the right size. So I had to pay an extra $40 on top of the ones he got me. So, and for someone who's socially awkward like me, it's a really shitty situation. Cause one hand I'm like, Hey, thanks for the speakers. And on the other hand, I'm like, I feel like shit, that I have to be like, ah, oh, this is kind of a shitty gift that I need to dump money on top of to get the full thing. It's like, I would have rather you just not bought me speakers. I mean, totally fucking first world problem. And it makes me feel like a dick that I complain about getting a gift. And that's the reason why I don't have half ass gifts. Cause mm-hmm. I don't like being that guy. That's like, thanks for your shitty gift. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, the trick is just to be like, "Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever, honey! I'll be right back." <laughs> and then <go> to the <laughs> store and immediately trade it in, uh, <laughs> swap it out. Hey, my wife came down here and purchased a gift for our son. Uh, got the quest and he wants the S. So you know, is can I get like a? Can I get the S <laughs> instead of the quest? Can We swap these. I haven't even opened it. Well, sir, the quest costs a hundred dollars. more than this. That's all right. Keep the hundred. Just give me the fucking S. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the only solution is I need to start putting this stuff on my Amazon wish list and then inviting her to to, to see oh, it. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Because she's Just not gonna ask me. To she's she's gonna to try it. to do it on her own and she's gonna think she did a great thing, <laughs> and she's gonna get me the wrong one, and it's gonna be bam, right back into my dad bought me the wrong fucking car speakers all over again. <laughs>
1: There's a history.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, if you don't get the no telling doing, her. you'll never get to play Resident Evil VR for, for ever. Like, ever. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. just think about it. There's no telling her, because if she did buy me the wrong one, I would genuinely be very surprised and appreciative. But I also have to think of it like if I didn't get this as a gift, would I actually use this or would I return it and get the one I want? You know, so now mm-hmm. I'm stuck in fucking feeling like shit limbo. Well, I'm pretty sure
1: if somebody <clears throat> buys you a gift and you have the receipt for it and it's unopened and you take it back to the store, they, they will exchange.
0: She would probably buy it online. There's no, there wouldn't be any hiding it. There are just times when I'm not home and she is and I can't control when it gets delivered most of the time. Whatever, it's all hypothetical. Yeah, We'll find out soon. I, kept, I keep forgetting that my birthday is like a month away. Like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like that's like next year.
1: <laughs> what do you want for your birthday? Uh Oculus S. Nah, <laughs> you got to start dropping shit. You got to start. I, walking I did. By or what you do is when you when she's watching TV, you walk by to get a drink. When you're playing a game on the stream or whatever, you walk by to get the drink. And as you're walking by, you go, "I want the Oculus Quest." Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, she, she when she asked me, when she asked me how much VR costs, I'm like, "Well, the one I really want is $1000, but <laughs> I'm telling
1: you, man, it ain't worth it to get the the Steam one." I
0: I know. Listen, but... I I
1: get Monty has Monty has money to throw away. I mean, he doesn't cuz of his girlfriend, but he's got money to throw away. So when you're in a position like Monty, I get it. Buy the $1000 one. But there are not enough games that are good for VR to justify a thousand dollar purchase. That's like buying a PC for a thousand dollars, and there's a and this is your games lineup: uh, Elite Dangerous, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and then a handful of games that might be decent, like like Contagion, that level of gameplay, and then a bunch of shit that's like Pokemon and and what you know shit games shit games that you know the vr is plagued with games by these indie devs that are just here's the game you stand still and there's these things that come at you and you point and shoot at them that's yeah, basically tech demos right it's t- it's full of fucking demo games there are very few experiences that are worth vr and then there's a couple games that might get you moving like I justify my VR purchase because of Beat Saber and Beat Saber alone. Like I, that gets me moving and I can lose weight or at least not get over. Yes, 200. that
0: is an excellent argument. I should bring that up too.
1: Yes, that's a great argument. <laughs> it is the most popular. You know VR how guy. I'm
0: fat and probably gonna die in a few years from my sedentary lifestyle. You could change all that. Is four hundred dollars worth my life, yeah, honey?
1: Walking on you, you're gonna be sitting there. jerking
0: off. <laughs> Told you I got my heart rate up.
1: Well, I'm telling you, the VR porn experience is interesting. It is interesting. It's it's not as great as you would think it is because of the screen door effect. But again, the Oculus Rift S. It's
0: good. It's like you're being cucked and, and sucked at that, the yeah. same time.
1: Well, a lot, you know, some some of the VR porn is good. Uh they get the scaling right and things like that. But there's a lot of it, because a lot of the stuff you can get for free is stuff where they didn't really figure things out yet. So it's like two positions ever. It's always the girl riding you or... That's fine. That's or, how it
0: is in real life. Uh, okay,
1: that's fine. <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine. That's not my particular particular preference. I mean, I don't mind a girl on top, but that's not how I get my rocks off. So I can understand if that's the thing that works. But y- you get this problem where a lot of times the vis- the view is not proper because at the edges you get a lot of these dudes they're only doing one you can see the boom mic and shit porn.
0: well no they do <laughs> 180 degrees so, so you can get they got to have that microphone so you can hear every
1: you get a lot of distortion sometimes near the pelvis and stuff like that and it just doesn't look right but uh the newer stuff they've gotten good at all the like some some of the stuff that women are just fucking gigantic, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Is <laughs> just an anime, honey. Come sit on top of me
0: and smother me to death for immersion.
1: <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like what is? Well, going on?
0: whatever. Porn is morally evil anyway, and is destroying our country and should be banned. So, well,
1: it's not something
0: you do often. <laughs> VR porn is like,
1: you know that thing you do when. Nobody's at home, and you know nobody's gonna not gonna be home for like a day or two, and you you like get it all primed and ready <laughs> like that's It's an event, you know. It's like a it's like a treat. VR porns a t- when you want to treat yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, all right, I'm gonna lock all the doors and turn out the lights and light some candles. And yeah, mostly
0: own- because if anyone catches me, I will not know until they're in my face ripping my fucking VR headset off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I, I brought my friends over. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, honey, it's me and my mom. Where are you? <laughs> I don't know he's probably in his game. Just my, room. Uh, let's go uh, surprise uh, him in his gaming room.
0: Just my arms outstretched <laughs> and shit, tongue hanging out. I've <laughs> uh, already, uh, already finished and you're just having a nap. Uh, <laughs>
1: the porn's still playing, duplicated onto the monitor. I'm like
0: wa- wiping the wrong area of my keyboard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I keep good care of my keyboard. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's not sticky
1: halfway. Uh I mean that's just but the the games on VR are there are some really good games and uh it's definitely worth a three hundred to four hundred dollar price point. Like a console, you know. I justify console purchases for maybe three or four games, so why not do that with VR? That's how I saw it. But I'm definitely the only way I would buy the Valve shit. Because you're talking about from the from the Rift S to the Vive, or not the Vive, but Valve's uh, whatever the fuck is called, Index. It's, yeah, the Index. <clears throat> you are talking about maybe a ten to fifteen percent gain.
0: It's not even so much that. It's that I don't want to buy something and then feel like I need to buy the next generation because of all these improvements. I feel I like Index does. is on the yeah. on the line of being the next gen already. So I feel like. If I did get that one, then I wouldn't need to buy another one for like five I years. I it
1: because um, I don't think they're going to do anything big with VR for a while. You know, the big change that I would say that was a big leap that's probably going to stick for a long time is the no sensors
0: necessary kind of thing.
1: That's a big deal. Yeah, um,
0: that's why I'm kind of leaning towards Oculus. But
1: outside of that, it's just going to be you're you're just talking about the concept of higher resolution. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and I don't not, really know how. I already said they're not making anything in a long time. So. Yeah,
0: well, I just don't know how much of a difference resolution makes when the screen is right in front of your eyeballs. It might actually make a pretty big difference. Yeah.
1: Well, it also comes down to can your computer run that? You know, you. Yeah. When it comes it to can. higher resolutions, you're going to need a beefier computer. Uh, yeah,
0: I already bought a fucking $1,200 graphics card. I'll be fine.
1: You know, I, I I my opinion though is that the uh, the Rift S is bet is uh, better. I think the touch controllers are superior to the Vibes and the Index. Um, yeah, you can the Vi the the Index has a cool little you can let go of the controller, but you're still gonna feel it in your hand. Whatever.
0: And um, uh, honestly, I'm probably gonna be playing Elite more than anything else.
1: Probably. My guess with you would be you're probably going to play more elite and maybe a little bit of Beat Saber or something. I don't see you playing Beat Saber that often, unless you really do get serious about losing weight. Because outside of the first couple of times you play, it's really like a party novelty game with friends where you bring friends over and you're like, oh, let's compete against each other. You know, if I look at my list of uh, I'll tell you right now, my list of VR games that I have installed that I play Beat Saber. I got BoneWorks, which I just bought recently for thirty bucks. It was, it's actually pretty good. I like it. It's got a very Half-Life feel to it, and it's a standalone story experience. Like you, you go through shit. It feels, it feels like uh, Portal and Half-Life kind of combined. There's a lot of weird guns as well as regular guns. And then I play Compound a lot. Compound is like uh, old Wolfenstein type, uh, go through corridors stuff, and it's all randomly generated. And the guns are a little cartoonish, but they work like actual guns do, and it feels good, and it runs smooth. And that's really it. There's, like, job simulated that my wife might play, or her and I might play, like, Keep Talking, Nobody Explodes. But a game like Keep Talking, Nobody Explodes, where one guy's doing the bomb, the other guy's reading some shit off of a piece of paper. You don't even need VR for that. Yeah, but that's only going to be fun for, like, 20 minutes. And then maybe you'll play it a couple more times, and then you're done with it. There's some free shit like the lab from Valve that has some pretty interesting games in it. Uh you can play No Man's Sky, Abduction, Abduction Crashes for me, I don't know why. Subnautica, whatever. I don't really play those games, but they have VR support. Take the tabletop simulator. Okay, it's got VR support. Me and Monty did VR in it. It's funny for a little bit. I would never use that again. It was fucking terrible controls. Yeah. Uh and that's one of the problems I have with Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous, the controls are not great for VR because it's just putting on a headset. You don't have any VR controls with, con- with VR controllers in. Well, anything. I already used
0: the, the, my voice for everything. So there's only yeah. like well, one or two things I'd have to learn where the fucking keyboard is to hit the no, button. No, that's
1: true. And I would have to do that as well. I'd have to pick up a voice attack and start using that in order to play VR uh, Elite Dangerous successfully because you can't see your keyboard you know you can't even see your joystick which is a little bit weird but if you just have your hands on your stick and your throttle then it's not going to be a problem if you are using voice attack because you'll never take your hands off of that and that'll be fine but well, I like you can also um using the
0: keyboard you can put your hotas in the same position that it is in the game
1: which is between your legs <laughs> Is it? Which feels weird. Yeah, it's between your legs and a lot of... Some of them. Some of them, it's off to the side. You could do that. You'd have to build a... uh, I mean, I've thought about getting some wood and and metal beams and maybe uh, building my own thing. Well... Uh, But I will say that they could... There's so... The lab that I was talking about, which is one of the earliest games that Valve put out, which is basically a tech demo that shows off some concepts of VR... Uh, They call it the lab. It's free to play on Steam. Um, They have a they have a game where um, they they play around with the idea that it's in the same realm of, uh, you know, whatever it's called from Portal, that whole area. And you're in there, and there's like these pocket dimensions you can go into, and one of them is this like has this um arcade machine that's sitting there and it's got like Galaga on it or something like that. And you can grab the fucking stick for the arcade controller and use it. And it works intuitively. And I, and when I grab that, I'm like, why the fuck isn't that possible in elite? Why just fucking do that? Let me control it with my fucking touch controllers and be able to just go into the menus and use my fingers to scroll and shit like that. Like put a little effort into your fucking... All they did was allow you to wear a fucking headset. They did nothing else with Elite, and that's unfortunate. And I hear that Star Citizen's going to have full support for it, and that would be cool. I hope that's true. Uh, but, I mean, Elite's still fun to have you know, a headset on and, and, and do shit in. It changes the game up a little bit. And it's quite impressive. Uh, well, it would give me a reason to like go back to Elite. It does freshen the game up. But you have to use voice attack and stuff. But the point I'm making here is like there's only going to be four to five games that you're going to want to even play. I mean, I've, I've had my eyes on Arizona Sunshine for a long time. It's a zombie shooter. Uh, and uh, the only reason I haven't played it is because it's co-op. And I've been kind of saving that for like playing with other people, like you or Monty or whatever.
0: Well, we'll um, see how good of a wife my wife is come birthday time. but that wasn't even on the list to talk about today so i want to talk about red dead a little bit and then we'll do resident evil for the last half um because there are some new developments so red dead never played it before Played through the story made it into online and for the most part i like it i think for some reason like when i started out i couldn't handle the fucking you know. The controls that Rockstar always implements in their game, and over time I got used to it. Uh, but then you guys, it's like the more you guys play, the more you fucking find yourself frustrated with the controls. Like we're going in opposite directions there. Uh, it plays okay. It plays like GTA. It's not very responsive. The shooting is mediocre, but the uh, it's a good game to just kind of chill out in the old west. And they just came out with the moonshiner update and it's buggy as shit. It would actually probably be a, probably the best frontier pursuit job that they have. If it wasn't so fucking buggy, because it's uh it's not very profitable if you're never doing the one thing that actually gets you paid. And that's where the game bugs out. So you're just kind of dumping money into your moonshining business and not seeing a return on it. So they got to fix that.
1: Well, they're also trying to, I think, I think what they did when they brought out Red Dead Online is they made a mistake of not understanding. I mean, you would think that they had a grasp on this with the way Grand Theft Auto Online works, but it seems like they botched it a little bit with um, the collectors. You know, with the collectors, you can see how they wanted it to be like GTA Online. And what I mean by that is in GTA Online, uh, a lot of the stuff you want is expensive. You know, I mean, you can get a Bugatti or what is equivalent to a Bugatti for about a million dollars a night. Um, aside from doing the heist for the first time ever, like you only can get this the first time you do the heist, all of them, you get like a couple million dollars or maybe a million. I don't remember exactly how much it was. It was a good chunk of money. And you got to do all the...
0: you got to do all the heists in a row with the same crew. Yeah, that was it. And like the, the annoying part about that was if, if you do like two of them with your friends and then they're not around and you just want to do heist with other people, you can't, you yeah, have you to do them in a row. It's, it's not right. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. And then the last one where you actually get your big payout every time you take damage, you lose money. So yeah. everyone found out this fucking cheese to make sure you can keep all your money.
1: Yeah. And it was lame. Um, but that game suffers from having this concept of going in and being a high stinks bake robber and boosting cars and shit like that. I mean, you steal a car off the streets. You can't even, you can't even steal like a Lambo or something and turn it in. They won't take it. You steal Too a hot. regular car off the streets and they're like, ah, here's $1,000. Yeah.
0: Well, they, they created that whole boosting cars profession or whatever they call it in GTA. And we've done it a few times and it's like, hey, Go grab this fucking five million dollar car and you're gonna get two thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. The the return is first of all, it doesn't feel great. I mean, they should have just made things cost more fucking money. And yeah, it would have been ridiculous, but at least I would have felt like I was doing something. If GTA Online feels like a job, you know, you join a motorcycle club, you 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 put the club together, first of all you gotta pay for it. It costs a lot of fucking money uh to to buy these properties. And you buy the property and then you got to like do all these jobs and shit that are, make you susceptible to other players in a game with so many fucking hackers and people that just want to RDM you all the fucking time. Like you're talking about a game where the majority of the player base are just pieces of shit that their main goal is to fuck with other people. That's what yeah. they get on the
0: game. No, those are the worst.
1: So you got to run these jobs that is already costing you money to make money. And you're trying to make money so you can buy things for the next update. Well, I mean, aside from buying shark cards, it's kind of scummy. It's pretty fucking scummy. I've always not really, been ha- I've never really had a liking for Rockstar. Yes, I like their games, especially their single player content, but they've really n- fucked up in their online concepts because online should really just be GTA with your friends. There's no reason why you shouldn't have been able to co-op the single player of GTA five. But at the same time, the online experience should just be all the things you can do there in online. I should be able to get in a private server with my friends and who cares if I make a bunch of fucking money. I get that. That's not good for rockstar. They don't get a lot of money out of it, but we're not talking. We're talking like things that are performance, not cosmetics here. You know, in GTA Online, vehicles and guns and things like that cost money. That's, those aren't cosmetics. That's whether or not you succeed at the game. So GTA Online is 100% a pay-to-win game. Now, they did a good job in Red Dead Online in separating those two currencies. You can't buy dollars, but you can buy gold. You can buy everything with gold, so it still is kind of pay-to-play, but at least they've separated it. Or pay to win rather. At least they've kind of separated it a little bit. There are some things that you need gold for. Yes, you do earn gold. You earn you earn gold nuggets and a hundred nuggets is one gold. And things like uh Yeah,
0: it's a it's a drip feeding kind of situation. It is very drip feeding And they feeding. try to incentivize it by like if you complete one daily challenge a day, like if you log in every day and actually do a challenge, then the amount of gold you get for shit goes up and then it resets when you skip a day. Yeah. But Kinda it's sucks 25 cause... gold for a
1: bounty hunter's license. Just, it's 25 gold to pay, to play, to access.
0: Well, that seems a little unfair to us. Patch. But that's just because we started on PC. <laughs> like There's a lot of people who've been playing since it came out on console. And right, but became... you're talking
1: about no other option than having, you have to purchase access to patch content. Yeah. That's pretty fucking lame. That's pretty lame. Uh, Imagine if you played world of Warcraft and the next fucking uh, patch comes out with like a new Island and stuff to do on it, but you can't go there until you pay some currency.
0: (laughs) Well, this is like red dead's version of expansions. So, I mean the, the pursuits and shit,
1: I that's not an expansion.
0: Uh, I think it is uh, for red dead
1: expansion. I disagree. I mean, it may be what they intend for it to be, but that is not worthy of being called an expansion, you know, adding in the ability to, I mean, let's break it down you uh you do a small little mission to introduce you to the concept of bounty hunting which doesn't involve you doing a bounty it's just somebody shows up for the cutscene and then you pay 25 gold and now you can do bounties bounties amount to going up to a board with three bounties on it choosing a bounty going and getting that bounty bringing it back some weird fucking if you w- if you take longer to turn it in you get more reward uh, and the rewards are like, you know, in a game where everything's like two to three hundred dollars, that's worth any fucking thing. You don't even get that much money per bounty. You get, you're going after people that are murderers that have killed. Like, oh, this guy killed seventeen people and fucked a goat. Here's your twenty dollars, bringing him in alive. What? Yeah, well, it's the West,
0: okay? If it's no, the well, West, it's, it's why how they want you to $20? progress. Not
1: buy you any fucking thing.
0: They want you to start with the easy bounties, which is one person, and then move up to the legendary bounties and the multiple person bounties. Because it's more yeah. like one person gets you twenty five bucks. So if you go and you do a six person bounty and you get four of them, you know that's like hundred bucks. But not that's even, still it's not like enough.
1: 70, it's like seventy dollars, but it's not enough you know and you do the legendaries you, you complete the legendaries and get $70 if it wasn't for people re, re, like realizing Well you do you do a five star a timer
0: Yeah there's a hidden timer so if you do a five star legendary and you wait half an hour that gives you like what was it like $240 or something
1: it's like 200 or 300 bucks in yeah. place of which is okay. But, but
0: normally, a seventy-something
1: dollars turns into two to three hundred dollars, and you guaranteed get one level. And I mean, that's that's that's
0: pretty good money for a half hour of work. Except it's yeah, boring as work. shit.
1: It's sitting around waiting, it's not it's not work at all. I mean, these legendary bounties barely give you more than you get for like turning in four regular people. It's fucking. It's not great. It's not a really great system. And, and it's again, it's them being afraid of giving you lots of money because they want you to buy gold. The trick that these developer that this developer needs to understand is that this has already been solved. You can have all these cosmetics that you can what you do is you get a bunch of cosmetics, and I know people out there gonna be like, boo, loot boxes, but it's the best system that exists. Okay, because believe me, If you you want to see what the difference is, look at a game like Overwatch where you pay a one-time fee of $40 and you get access to every new fucking character that comes out and you get access to every game mode, every map, every character, everything that matters in that game doesn't require you to pay more than beyond the purchase price of the game. Everything else, all the cool little skins you might like and shit, is all cosmetic. It has no bearing whatsoever on the gameplay. It doesn't matter how the fuck you look. Yeah, cool. You look cool. Nobody's going to suck your dick because of it, okay? It's not worth spending real money on unless you play that game and you really want that skin and you find that it's worth it. But at the same time, they do drip feed you some of that stuff through leveling up and getting your own loot box. Oh, we don't like loot boxes. Well, that's the only way it works. Otherwise, you get Rockstar, which is everything costs gold and everything also costs the in-game currency like the League of Legends shitty-ass system. But in order to incentivize you buying shit with real money, which they have to do in order to fucking survive, everything's ridiculously arbitrarily priced. You look at League of Legends who started this concept, this this original system of having two different currencies, one that is purchased with real money and one that is uh, an earned currency from just playing the game. The earned currency is always like ridiculously priced. Oh, a new hero comes out in League of Legends. How much does it cost? 30,000 fucking in-game currency or something like that or a hundred of these things well how much is a hundred of these things Uh, $5 or something like that like that's first of all that's ridiculous to price a fucking in-game character like it's a fucking sprite and a couple abilities for five dollars there's video games you can buy full video games you can buy for five you could go buy the like a classic fucking game On the PlayStation Store, on Sony, you can go to Sony's store and buy like a fucking Final Fantasy VII for for less than $5. And it's fucking great. It's like one of the best JRPGs of all time. And you can buy that and play it and experience it. This fucking piece of shit European trash developer wants you to fucking, hey, here's a sprite we worked on with four abilities. And guess what? It's overpowered right now to incentivize you purchasing it. And they do those jacked up fucking pricings, because guess what? The time it takes you to build up the amount of in-game currency to purchase that is about the amount of time it, well, at least it used to, I don't know how quickly they bring shit out now, but back in the day, they do one every fucking month and you'd have to play that game nonstop all day, every day, just to barely make the fucking amount of money in-game currency you'd need to purchase that shit for free. And they know, they know that the mentality of most people is if I'm playing this game every day for a month, why don't I just fucking drop $5 on it? It's the only game I play. What else am I going to spend this extra fucking income on? So they they do that on purpose. That's why loot boxes are great because loot boxes, you can't put pay to win shit in it. If you do that, people are going to fucking outrage at you and Overwatch is a prime example. There's no pay to play or play to win in that. It's just cosmetics. Same thing goes with fucking Counter-Strike. Their boxes. It's just cosmetics. There are no special knives that kill people in one hit if you throw it across the map or special guns that explode when you reload it. It's nothing like that. It's all cosmetic shit and people eat it up. You watch people on Twitch all the time. I mean... I don't believe, that's why I don't believe the loot box thing for a fucking second. People are like, "Uh, nobody likes loot boxes. Bull fucking shit. I remember when loot boxes first came into existence in Counter-Strike, people used to just stream opening crates in Counter-Strike all the fucking time. I want a knife! I want a knife! And people would watch that shit. People would watch that shit sitting on their fucking hands waiting to see if this streamer got a knife. That's how fucking good that shit is. Don't fucking tell me that's not what people want. And I wish, wish, it was a loot box system in red dead instead of fucking this shitty League of legends system of here's the dollars and here's the gold. <laughs> cause there's not, you, cause the, it put, gives them the opportunity to put shit in the game. Like the moonshiners where it's like, well, it's going to cost you gold and only gold. And then they have to go, well, we got to be able to, we got to give people gold without them paying money. It's like, what's the fucking point? Why even have two systems then if that's game? why not just make it all dollars? And then to buy a fucking shack, it's like fucking five, $6,000 or something like that in the game, $10,000 to buy a fucking moonshine shack. Why even have gold? Oh, because we want to be able to trickle it to you, but they fucked up. They fucked up when they put the collectors thing in, when it comes to the dollars, because they wanted it to be like red Dead or, or GTA online. You can tell because with the collectors, you're supposed to go and buy a map. That's $30 and it shows you three locations. And you're talking about something where it's like in order to complete a collection, you need 15 items or 10, 10 to 15 items, anywhere in between there. So you're supposed to go buy a map at the lady. Shows you three locations. You can't run more than one map at a time. Tells you that when you look at the map when it's active. And then you go to these three locations randomly on the map and they can be anywhere on the fucking map. Typically, it'll show the closest ones to you when you read the map, to be fair. You go collect those, then you've got to run all the way back to the lady. Buy another map for $30. Then you got to go out and find those three items. Then you got to go back to her and buy th- again and again until you get all of the items that you want. And it's not like she goes, here's the map for all the rings. She'll give you the coins map, which is great. And she'll give you a map for heirlooms, but the, the rings and the necklaces and the shit like that, that we chase down along with the fucking coins yeah, It all counts as jewelry those are all something. count as jewelry. Yeah. Lost jewelry. So, you're talking about 30 to 40 items. So, you're supposed to spend like $120 in order to even find these items. And then you, you finally turn them in and you get like a $300 product. And that sounds great until you realize you spent $120. So, it's really kind of drip feeding. But so so the way it actually them.
0: works is people create <laughs> yeah. this fucking map online that has all of them. So, you don't have to pay for the maps. You spend between six and eight hours getting every single one. And then you get like, what was it, 2000 Two, Almost two thousand for doing every single collection, no, you and trust 2, me, 000. it ain't fun. It ain't fun just running around the map for eight sorry, hours man. straight. It's boring. But it's, it's the best boring. way to make money. Yeah, and even and that so, goes quick.
1: And so, Rockstar recently put out an update where they—I don't know if they have made it randomized. The map looks like no. They ch- they
0: changed they changed the way that the the locations work. the The guy who made the original map is in the process of fixing it so it works again. Yeah. And that's all they can do. I mean, without blocking off whatever this guy's tapping into to get the, the server data, yeah. um, all they're going to be able to do is every patch change how it works and well, force changed, people to... They
1: add new location that people don't know, right?
0: I don't know. I mean... I don't know what they did.
1: I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Because, that could be part uh, of
0: it. But even if they added new locations, the the map should still be able to pick I'm them up. I'm
1: looking at the map right now, and it looks like they finally got everything back. Everything's, everything's here.
0: Alright, um, so it got it bottom, three days three days of people is. not being able to grind shit out. And that's it that's yeah. gonna be how it is.
1: Yeah, and it's all back and ready to go. They've even updated the map to have like little numbers and stuff you can put to show which ones you want to show and not. So yeah, all the coins are back and all that stuff Um, and you can track them down again. So yeah, that's the best they can do. And you know, that was a fuck up on their part where they were like, well, shit, we have these static locations. Of course, eventually. I'm people-
0: surprised they didn't just nerf the rewards.
1: Yeah, they'll probably do that. I'm pretty sure that's going to be their next step. Um, And, you know, the only reason why they're doing this is because people bitch about it for some dumbass reason. People are getting money easily. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Who gives a fuck? Most of this game's not even interacting with other fucking people. There is literally no point to interrupt like still beyond the collectors, the best way to make money is to turn shit into crypts and wait your three hours for that. W. Okay. That's $600. Yeah, every well, three and hours.
0: do that with your posse so that you can kind of rotate out.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's $600 every three hours. And you can rotate with a whole posse and maybe get within three hours. You can maybe get that done four times. Yeah. And they even so, try to
0: shaft you on that little bit because only the leader gets the six twenty five, and everyone else right. gets three something, but there's a bug. Where everyone can get that amount of money, which is how it fucking should be in the first place,
2: right?
1: And you know what? There's not enough people listening to this podcast, so we'll just say it. You just you have your leaders stay at the camp while the the posse takes the shit to the turn in. Right as they're turning it in, you spam in your menu, your player menu, to to disband the posse, to stand down. It'll be grayed it'll, out, it'll, and then eventually it'll, it'll
0: pop be, yeah. up so you can hit it. So You, you just, just spam keep the button.
1: spamming it, and then it'll. The posse will disband and and it'll register everybody as being by themselves and getting the maximum amount. Then you just remake your posse, go about your fucking business. (laughs) I I mean, that's how it should be. This scummy shit of like, they did it in GTA Online because it was like, yeah, okay, I had to pay, I had to put like, I wish we knew about it because
0: we'd have another, oh yeah, Jesus, $3,000 by now? More than that. (laughs)
1: Uh, I get it in GTA online because you had, you know, the leader was the guy that had to spend the thousands of dollars. And I mean, like tens of thousands of dollars to purchase, like the bicycle club or whatever to make a fucking a bike gang. And then he's puts all the money into upgrading it and all that shit. So yeah, that makes sense that he would get a percentage, but it would always be like you get 75% of the take or something like that. But in this game, it's like literally half and you don't spend anything you barely spend anything. You buy a butcher table once and a wagon once. You don't keep, All well, the upkeep is $2. Who the fuck? Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares what the upkeep is? And that's just fucking scummy in itself, the upkeep system. That's their weird way of attempting to do. They really, honestly, I feel like they really thought you were never going to have $1,000 in this game at any one time. <laughs> yeah. I really feel like they thought you were going to have like $300 tops to the point where $2 every... 40 minutes was a big fucking deal. Um, you know, they I, I tell you how they want you to feel. When you first get into online, the way I felt when I first got into online, my wife probably didn't experience Insurmountable. It she immediately joined with us, but it, when you first get into you don't even have money to feed your fucking horse and shit like that. You're like, you're like struggling to feed your horse and yourself. And it's a lot
0: different if you played the single player first, because in single player you make a lot of money from doing everything, oh, yeah. and Absolutely. everything's a lot cheaper. I mean, you could loot someone and get like four dollars. You loot someone online and get like eight cents. Eleven
1: cents. <laughs> 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 Fucking stupid. Why? Why? I don't get it. Honestly, like this is you know, these this developer doesn't understand how people, how gamers are. Gamers love cosmetics. You don't have to make your guns three hundred, four hundred dollars that's the gameplay. Okay. You can make it incremental. You can make your cattleman revolver like $50. Uh, you know, even though you start, well, let's say the Schofield's $50. And then, you know, the Lamat is like 150, whatever. And until you start getting to like the Navy is when it's $500. Okay. I understand that because of rarity maybe or something like that, but most of the money, most stuff should be cheap. Most shit should be cheap. It's the cosmetics that you should be having people cost money on because that's what people will put money on. People will pay lots of money to look badass in their opinion. They'll do that 100% every time. You don't have to hide your fucking moonshine business behind a fucking wall of bullshit prices of gold and shit like that.
0: Well, the payout people for want- moonshining is even worse. Oh my God. You do a $75 delivery, everyone who came with you gets like 15 bucks.
1: I was going to say that like moonshine to me is what they meant for Crips to be after like how it's gone now. Like they're like, shit, this is how it should be. Like you can really see the evolution of the game from its, from its conception and initial release to now and see how they've slowly tried to get it to where they intend it. And it's just a massive disparity. Like, you know, you have Crips giving you $600 and the 300 for your crew on those. And the, the, the thing there is like, oh, but you can be attacked by other players. Yeah, but nobody attacks anybody because it's fucking pointless. You
0: literally get... Well, they nothing. do, but then... <laughs> okay, here's how it goes. You're trying to do something. You get shot in the head from a mile away. Everyone appears on the map now. so You can see all the people that just killed They're you. Red nuts, yeah. You respawn instantly right run. next to those people, and you kill them. instantly And then uh, they respawn gonna... instantly next to you. And then you just kind of look at each other, and it's one group of people... Trying to fucking just continue on with their business doing whatever they were doing and the other group of people just being dickheads That's what every fucking online encounter is. Yeah,
1: there's no respawn timer So and you can do that stupid shit from gta online where you smash the button and you get up quicker (laughs) You spawn faster. (laughs) Isn't that cool? Get it. It's like a it's like a homage to video games, right? Like smash the button (laughs) So you like i'm not even kidding you We tried to steal somebody's cart just to test to see how much it's worth I think Monty accidentally shot his horse. So we've never really stole a cart and turned it in.
0: Yeah. We, but we stole Monty, half of what they were delivering. Monty
1: killed the, killed his cart horse or something. And so some of the goods end up on the ground and it's like three bags and you got four bags or something like that. Yeah. So you got to pick them up. So we, this two guys versus three of us, we kill the two guys. I I literally put a bullet in one of the guys. The other one's fighting Monty. Monty kills that guy. I put the bullet in this guy's head. I'm standing right next to the goods. I, Fucking hold the button down to pick up the goods. And as I'm picking up the goods, the guy has already spawned and is shooting me with a fucking rolling block because that's the only gun everybody fucking uses. That's literally how fast he spawns. I don't even get through the animation of picking up the fucking bag to even start moving with it. I don't think we we even got got anything from turning in. We got two
0: bags and they got one. No, we got two. They got two, but we didn't actually get anything.
1: It gave us supplies. For a mission. Basically nothing. Yeah, which is nothing.
0: You don't get any money. Now, maybe if
1: you turn the card in, I don't know, but I seriously doubt you're going to get the full 600 for stealing their card and turning it in. I seriously doubt it. Besides, if you stole it from somebody, any smart player would have to do is shoot their own fucking horse just to spite you because it's over right there. You kill the horse, it's over. So it sets it up for people to be complete dickheads, but most people don't give a fuck. Most people are just doing their... First of all, there's not enough people on the server, which is good. I like that. Don't change that. That's great. That's how it should be in the fucking West. It should be running into people all the goddamn time. There's already too many NPCs on the fucking roads all the time. But at the same time, most people are just trying to do their own fucking thing. They don't want to They don't want fuck with people. They just try to create this tense moment where you're taking this card across the map, and it's just, half the time you don't even see anybody. <laughs>
0: like, you don't even well, see plus anybody. Well, most people are spiteful. Like Most people will kill you because they're like, hey, let's fuck these guys over when they're trying to do a mission. And then when the mission's over, it's like, okay, you got me. They will just keep fucking shooting you. They will chase you down if you try to run for no reason. You get nothing for it.
1: Yeah, yeah people are spiteful. It's like no, people just want to fucking... If they don't do shit. It's
0: like people just want to kill other people in the game, and then they're used to the game telling them when to stop. You got your Fortunately, rewards, it's not or Grand Theft Auto
1: they Rebels fucking parlay. <laughs> Fortunately, we don't have any Grand Theft Auto levels of bullshit where there's just people just going around blowing shit up and shooting each other and shit. And that's, that might have something to do with the pace of the game. The game's slower than GTA Online because you don't have these fast cars. Well, there's top
0: also top no fighter jet. jets, so that's right. part of it.
1: Um, but but uh, I guarantee you,
0: as soon as they add fucking hot air balloons, there's going to be people raining fire from the sky somehow. All of a sudden, there there they're going to be able to see where everyone is.
1: Already trying to just ruin people's experience. Um, but the funny thing is, so you get good money like that, and then you go to the Collector's Expansion, which I think was the second one, and uh, or DLC, whatever. Well,
0: they all came out at the same time, I think. No. Frontier Pursuits, the, yeah.
1: The Bounty Hunters didn't come out at the same time. It's, the Frontier Pursuits are, are like, it's supposed to be a season, these Frontier Pursuits, and then they're going to have another season later, and these are like all coming out intermittently. Because I remember when Bounty Hunters came out for a console, Collectors had already been out, so Collectors comes out and they they intend for it to be a way where you can make money but not have to worry about PvP. So you buy a map and you go get stuff, and yeah, it's a couple, you know, it's two hundred, three hundred dollars. Okay, cool, right? Okay, then <laughs> then you're supposed to be able to um, go to bounty hunting, and you can see how it's starting to change.
0: So they came; they all three of them came out you know, September 10th. All of
3: them. All three of what? Collector, trader, bounty hunter. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember that.
1: But uh the bounty hunter one gives you barely any fucking money. And now we see Moonshiner, which by the moonshine is just the same as trading. It's the same thing. You put in some some stuff. And the the only difference here is like with trader, you don't have to pay money. You go find fucking animals and turn them in. Here you give the guy like 30 to 50 bucks uh you can do a mission to lessen that whatever you you give i guess it's 10 to 50 depending on if you lessen or not you you buy the mash you put it in the thing the better quality the fucking mash the higher the more time it's going to take i think it's up to like what 60 seconds or something like that is the maximum 50 60 minutes 50 the, uh, 60 minutes
0: 30 minutes for weak yeah, 45 minutes for average 60 minutes, 60 minutes for strong so 60 minutes or so one
1: hour. And then you have to like get these herbs. It's all herb based. So you got to find herbs and put them in for the flavor and the higher quality flavor. The three stars going to give you even more money for a buyer. The buyer shifts. So you can't just do that like crips and then go off for hours and do something. You got to keep an eye on it. You know, you got to kind of time your 60 minutes out and then you got to go back and do your moonshine run,
0: which is so kind of bullshit because there's a chance where like you go in there. And you look at your flavors and it says buyers reset in 57 minutes. Like, well, I guess I'm waiting 57 minutes before I even start this fucking flavor process. Right. You can kind of overlap because the flavors get added quicker than it takes for the, the moonshine to get made, but it's That's still true. kind of fucking shitty. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then on top of that, so you've, you now have to run moonshine. Well, guess what moonshine is, is a bunch of shit in the cart and you got to go somewhere and players can attack you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the cart, is one of those uh yeah, like volatile carts. Yeah.
1: It doesn't go as far as the trader stuff does, but you can't go super fast because you'll damage the booze.
0: Yeah, and it's not it's not an all or nothing thing. Like if you take like 2 points of damage, you don't get the money for like 2 barrels of or 2 jars of moonshine.
1: Yeah, it's weird too because it, the the money difference is crazy. Like you go from I'm supposed to get 130 and I broke two bottles of 20 and now I'm getting $70. What? Oh, and so, let's say I run for $130, which we did last night. I run for $130. That's my take. Guess what my posse gets? $15, $30, something like that. $15 to $30. Yeah,
0: it's like one-fifth.
1: There's no incentive for them to be playing with. They might as well just be off doing their own fucking moonshine runs in their own fucking instance. Yeah, There's it's no not reason. Like,
0: uh, it's not like Crips, either, where other people can donate to your trade or whatever like you you're the only one who can pay the money anything
1: they can literally do nothing moonshining is not a posse friendly business now maybe the glitch works on the moonshine stuff i mean we tried to test it last night but i got the loading screen of infinity yeah uh, so they had to turn it in without me
0: i mean it probably could be good money if you when you hit max level and the bugs get ironed out because if you're getting if you're getting like a hundred and you're getting a hundred and thirty Dollars or whatever for doing average moonshine with two star flavoring. You do yeah. strong moonshine with three star flavoring and sell it to the right buyer. I mean, I don't know how much that is. I mean, That'd it would seem hundred
1: bucks or something.
0: Yeah, and that's not bad for an hour hours that's worth really of work. Hard. But there's always that chance that you go and you hit.
1: Well, it's not bad because it's an hour of really nothing. You put the mash in and start going. It, it's all. Well, on it also you know? yeah, and also You're can't stop hunting. in the
0: middle like a uh, right. can.
1: You don't have to keep an eye on it. You just but time there's your two hour out and go do something.
0: There's two big glitches. One of them is that when you start the moonshine mission, a lot of times you'll just get stuck in a loading screen, and when you reload, oh, a
1: lot of times, yeah, like eighty percent of the fucking.
0: Well, when you restart the loading screen, you you've just lost all your moonshine. So you lost all that money you put in, and you lost all the shit you were about to deliver. Yeah. And then the other one is Three that times. if you if four times, oh, it's Monty, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the other that happened,
1: one. That happened to you like every time.
0: <laughs> well, the other one is that if you got three people in a posse and you're all working on your moonshine, like let's say you kind of split off for a second, you went and did your own thing and you're halfway done, whatever. And then someone else is done. You join their posse, you do their moonshine delivery, you go back to your moonshine thing, all your moonshine's gone. gone. And the game even tells
1: you when you join someone's posse, listen, your moonshine's not going to process while you're with this other posse. Yeah,
0: which that's standard. That's the same as it was well, in trading.
1: But fucking stupid. The fact it that it is.
0: resets is the worst part. Well, yeah, of
1: course. That's a bug. Hey, Monty, they
3: fixed the map, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, they really need to...
1: <laughs> look. Like, Listen, I get Moonshine. Moonshine seems to be more of a solo player-friendly activity, but if I got a posse with me, why give them any money at all if you're just going to give them like 30 fucking bucks? It's just terrible. Like Ten, Yeah. Well, I'm talking about, I'm hypothetically about like three star mash, three star, uh, flavoring. Like, and it's, it's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, it really fits the fantasy of, of running moonshine. You know, you, you come across these road blockades and sometimes they'll let you go. Sometimes you got to kill all of them because they want to check your wagon. You know, that's, that's cool. You get pursued sometimes. And, you gotta kill them or they'll fuck up they'll shoot your wagon and do damage to it.
0: I mean that's really my only problem with the update the bugs and the payouts.
1: They really made moonshining the only thing that moonshining is worth is the reputation the, the, the experience of the role. to get to level 20 so you can get the new horse and some of the cosmetics that's the only purpose of it that's the only reason to do it it's not a money maker it's certainly i could see if we No were,
0: i think it would be a money maker well, at I'm the end say, and if you don't hit the bugs but there's too well, many I was, bugs
1: I was I was about to say like if there's if there if it's not bugged like it is now it's definitely one of those things where I'm the posse leader and we're looking to do some you know crypts trading and maybe some bounties or whatever we're just fucking around in the game I'll go start a mash and in 60 minutes we'll do a mash run. Why not? You know?
3: Well,
0: that's what I like about Red Dead is it's kind of it kind of bleeds over that old West, like, hey, slow down. Like I could just sit in that game and yeah. fuck around. That's true. I don't really I need to have a purpose.
1: Well, I agree with that. Um, in fact, one of the things I don't enjoy is when it's like, let's all get together and do some serious shit. Let's let's work towards doing this thing. Like, let's work towards getting a Crips mission going. That's just boring to me. Like, I'd rather go to fucking St. Denis and just stick around as a group and shit like that. You know, uh, it's the making money part that sucks. Well, again, not enough, like, I wouldn't not mind making money in this game just from having fun. Too much of the making money in this game is I want, I gotta go, I gotta run across the map and dig up coins, or I gotta go to Crips and fucking hunt a bunch of shit. And turn- if hunting's fun, but only for a little while, sometimes I like to just do it randomly, you know. Well, the hunting—I go wouldn't have so and... much of a
0: problem with the hunting if the animals would fucking stop glitching out and just disappearing. That's like you can go, true. you could ride for miles and not see so much as a but fucking You know what I'd love
1: to do to make money? I'd love to just like go past some people on horses and and you know hold them up at gunpoint, just like in single player, and fucking get them to give me their shit, or or get on a train full of passengers and 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 rob it with my friends. You know, I mean, you could put a cooldown on that shit. It, it doesn't even have, like just robbing banks how fucking fun would that be hey guys we're in san denis you want to rob the bank i mean we're gonna get a massive bounty on our fucking heads and have players possibly come after us afterwards that's all you gotta do all you gotta do is increase the fucking bounty system and you can put that shit in the game hey you want to rob a train hey if you get caught somebody sees you or somebody gets away you're gonna get a bounty on your head and it's not gonna be 10 fucking cents either it's gonna be like 300 fucking dollars and a player can come collect Imagine how fucking cool that. Hey, there's a player bounty nearby. Oh shit! If how much is it? He's worth five hundred dollars. If you go get him, you get five hundred fucking dollars. And I don't mean run up and kill him with a rolling block. I mean capture his ass and take him to a fucking station. Like how fucking cool would that be? There
3: are but no,
1: we gotta pansy around some bullshit with like, uh, there's a player bounty nearby. What does that mean? Shoot him. Okay, we shot him. Okay, get his body and take it somewhere. Okay, we took it somewhere. What do you get? Twenty dollars your $20 fucking bounty hunter system is a joke like they don't even incorporate players as bounties that should be the whole outlaw I mean system, they do you just don't fucking get
0: any money for it and it doesn't count towards your bounty hunter rank or anything I mean like
1: the actually bounty hunting thing like the billboards and shit like there should be players on there that have committed crimes and are in the you know the outlaw system the honorable well, versus outlaw bar at the bottom First of all, you shouldn't get honorable for feeding your fucking horse. Everybody's going to feed their fucking horse or their cores are going to diminish. So everybody's just fucking honorable all the goddamn time. It yeah. should be. They put in that bandaid actions.
0: where you can just pay someone and change your morality. Your, your
1: outlaw rank, the further your outlaw rank, the more money you should get from doing criminal activity. But at the same time, you, your face goes up on bounty billboards and the bounty hunting trade. And if people select your your face as a bounty, they get teleported to your fucking instance and you're marked on their fucking map. Plain and simple. That's how it should be. Why? Why not? And your bounty goes up based off of the crimes you get detected for. I mean, of course, I'm not saying, like, you should just always be getting hunted. If you get a bounty, a lot of people would just do what they do now and
0: pay off their bounty for half the price. Bounties are a fucking joke now, anyway. I mean, you can murder a whole town. It's like your bounty's like fifty cents. Sure, but if if you pay twenty five cents,
1: I'm not talking about fifty cents. Though I'm talking about the bounty system needs an overhaul where you get fucking hundreds of dollars of bounty put on your fucking head based off the shit that you do. Then it's not that big of a. Then it's like single player in single player, especially in the beginning of the game, you get bounties on your head, and you're like, "Well, fuck, that's steep. I'm not gonna go pay fucking." a hundred dollars for my bounty. I only got like $200 on me. You're not making a ton of money in the beginning of the game. So you, you have that situation where well, I'm wanted for a hundred dollars in West Elizabeth. I guess I'm just always going to be wanted for a hundred dollars there and hope it dissipates. And when you go there, you get bounty hunters coming after you and it, it's a situation you have to deal with, you know, Sure, later in the game it doesn't fucking matter, but I'm just talking about that's how it should be in online. They, they, I, why can't, it's so easy to capture that? It's not some kind of it's not rocket surgery. Fucking put in actual bounties, ten cent. I, I, we, we killed in the entirety of Valentine, the entire town of Valentine killed.
0: You have a ten cent bounty. <laughs> like, yeah, Valentine. They don't put much value on life apparently.
1: <laughs> ten cents
0: my god
1: <laughs> I had to pay 4 cents to remove that bounty I don't even pay that I don't even pay those bounties off I've I forever had a bounty in fucking valentine for 10 cents they don't care it's not high enough of a bounty for them to even recognize my face they don't give a fuck I just walk around you're wanted here okay that means nothing no cops come out there's not even fucking police just randomly in the game it's just not a thing when People into the to shirts,
3: me. Well
1: sure in Sandini they have the, the cops there and that's cool. <laughs> we killed all those cops and left with like twenty cent bounty or something. <laughs>
2: like it was yesterday crazy. I had a five cent bounty in Valentine. It cost two cents. So <laughs> <to> fucking <laughs> <laughs> <It's> the
1: same
0: <laughs> one I'm talking about. I had ten. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know, man. No, a lot of the RP shit from single player should definitely be brought over.
3: Absolutely. Online.
0: But I think it's I part understand. partly because they want to try to control the economy and to get I all these all these ways to make money. That's why when you loot someone, it's eight cents. I mean, that was a viable sure. way to make money in single player. Just go fucking kill people and loot them. It should still be a viable way here. I know it should, but they don't want it to be. So they just... Well, man, we can't make it so you can't kill people. And he, I mean, they and need people got to gotta have money on them.
1: They're they're approaching the destiny system of like eventually i'm just not going to give a fuck and not play your fucking game it's the same with gta online gta online is fun when i'm doing stuff that i want to do driving around fucking robbing a convenient one of the most fun things you can do in gta online aside from heist is robbing a convenience store you get nothing for it but it's fun because it's a bit of a little bit of role play you know you fucking draw you pull in you fucking put the guy at gunpoint, you, you shoot around him, he gives you the bag, you get in there, the cops are coming, you get the fuck out of there. It's an intense situation that's not scripted. It feels great. There's not enough of that shit. There's just not enough of that shit in that game because everything in that game that's making money is go do races. Well, it's their stupid the fucking
0: mentality. Shit. It's like, well, if we, if we make that activity worth it and so easy, then all anyone's going to do is fucking rob convenience stores and then you get people that the only way to make money on Red Dead is to do collector missions.
1: Well, the solution... Well, What they don't fucking understand is it doesn't matter...
0: Well, the only thing that they don't understand is, like... It, you, people are going to find the best way to make money no matter what you do. Even yeah, if you nerf it. It's a simple it. equation.
1: It's a simple like, yeah. Even time if it's, like,
0: even if it's like, 1% more than doing another activity, people are still going to do that one activity.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Time plus money. That's all... Every fucking thing you put in the game should be time plus money. That's it. It, it takes me three hours to get a crypt mission going. It takes me one hour to get like the best possible thing for a moonshine. It shouldn't it. There's no way killing people and looting them would get me $600 in three hours. It's there's no way. Yeah, maybe like $20. It, it all needs to be the same. Everything needs to have a similar It's not about the amount of money you get. It should be about the way you want to play the game. I, I I've said this so many times on this podcast, and I'll probably continue to say it for a long time until developers get it. Same for every same for games like World of Warcraft, most popular MMO on the planet. It should be about how you want to play the game, not this forced ideology by the developer of how you're supposed to play the game. That's not how any of this works. That's well, unless East that's Ford, how it is to begin. I mean, bagel. you make a
0: you make a linear game. It's like yeah, they want you to play this way. That's how you're gonna play. But you you take a game that's like designed to be open world, and they tout, like, oh, you have the freedom to do whatever you want, but not really. Not really, though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This is
1: a failure of esports in most games today. You know, we had this period of time where uh, esports, every fucking game had an esports, like an online fucking multiplayer version, and that led into all the BR and shit. And look how many games failed, because that was their central focus, was trying to get their game to be an esport. We want our game to be an esport. Blizzard did this, like, every fucking game they released. Even Diablo, they tried to have, like, some kind of arena shit in Diablo 3 when it came out, and it failed horribly, and they didn't end up putting it in or whatever. Every fucking game, you can't decide how players are going to play your game. You have to let players decide. The reason why Brood War and fucking StarCraft 1 was so popular is because there was a group of people in Korea that took that game and a smaller group in America and said, you know what? we love this. We love playing this game multiplayer. Let's make an eSports out of it. Let the players be in charge of what they want to do with your game. Make the game.
0: It's, well, that's, that's it's, kind of the problem with Red Dead right now. Is like, you get yeah. in and you want to do something. Right now, that yeah. something is moonshining. Yeah. But when moonshining is done, it's going to be like when we finish the first three well, percent. What if you
1: don't even like that? What if you don't like that? What is the gameplay loop of moonshine? You go into a shack You talk to a guy, you dick around for 60 minutes, and then you get on a fucking cart and drive it somewhere to point A to point B. What if that's not your thing? What if you want to get in this fucking game and you want to just go walk around San and play cards? You can't even make money playing cards in this game. You You can't even make good money playing cards. Gambling, like actual gambling. High stakes poker doesn't exist.
0: What? This is the wild west. You don't have high stakes poker in places like Saint Denis. I suggested that to Rockstar. Fucking weekly steamboat poker tournament. Unfucking believable. Just have multiple ways. Same
1: goes for every game. World of Warcraft You Have multiple ways to get access to the best shit. Multiple re- multiple paths. That's what open world means. Is you can get in and do it your way. It's not a sandbox. Sandbox is shit like Minecraft where you can build anywhere and just, it's just like a, it's just, it's like you have a canvas being. Or it's like Destiny 2 if you don't know
0: what sandbox means.
1: Yeah, that's not what sandbox means, Bungie. Stop it. A sandbox (laughs) is you're given a canvas in front of you and the developer provides you with the canvas and the paint. Paint whatever you want. Open world is the painting's already done. You just get to decide. Which part you like best, okay? it's my God, unfucking believable these game developers I can't even believe this is called open world. this is this game is not open world. this is a map. Well, There's I mean
0: a... it's open world in the sense that like the game doesn't take you through a fucking track. This is
1: open world light. this is open world light. that's what I would call it. It's not they just what you need to have to
0: more random encounters, more shit. The single to get to be able player to do. game is more open
1: world than the online, and that makes no fucking sense to me.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of shit in single player that you can do. Like the world doesn't feel quite as alive in multiplayer. I don't know if they were trying to get other players to fucking well, like interact with each other, but there's only so much you can do. All you can really do to other players is kill them. That's it. Yeah. Oh, you can group up with them and do what? I don't think you can even hold people up. I don't think you can even hold up NPCs in online
2: players to your bar. I
0: think. Oh, what's the point of that? I mean, it is pretty cool that you can slap your friends in the
1: face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay. For five minutes. That's not going to be funny when you're not amongst friends for a little while. You were saying you can't hold people up and that's true. I've never been able to, you can't hold them up. There's no robbing of trains. There's no bank robbery. Why is that stuff not in the game? That should have been update number fucking one, bank robberies. I don't want heist. Listen, heist and GTA, I get it. They're fun, but that's not what I want. That was like the beginning of an initial system of like how to do some stuff. I don't want that. I want to be able to plan my own heist and have it go. I, I don't want some scripted heist that goes the same way every fucking time. Well, I mean, I just think about it this way,
0: right? This is, this is the main problem with Red Dead Online. This is a good kind of metaphor. Um, it's not even really a metaphor. Um, you go in there, and you get shit-faced. You're waiting for your fucking moonshine to get done. You and your friends are just pounding moonshine, and you start slapping each other, right? And then one, one guy like, I don't know, Monty, who's not drunk, decides to like do some kind of crazy commanding fatherly slap, right? And knocks you on your ass and you want to punch him in the face. You fucking can't punch him in the face. You got to leave the bar. And when you leave the bar, you're not drunk anymore.
1: You Immediately sober up.
0: You got to fucking start a, uh, whatever that thing bar, is. You got you to start an infighting thing. You all have to agree not to use guns or knives. And then you got to let like, just fucking kill each other. in
1: your own crew it just teleports you out. Why? Why is there not bar fighting? Listen, let me turn on my developer's uh, brain for just a second and outperform these fucking developers. Okay, H- here's an idea. You, you want to have some interaction in online with other players. Here, instead of these stupid little pop-ups that happen where you accept them and you get teleported to an area, how about a pop-up that goes, a train full of passengers and, and money is, is on the track and it shows up on everybody's map? that warning just tells you that and it's free roam. It's open and free roam, and it shows up on people. Now you have groups of people that are going to try and get this fucking train and they're going to try and get it from each other. That's like, there's so many games that already have that kind of shit in it. This isn't even some new thought. How can you not have systems like that in place? The banks should have money in them. And then if you go by the bank and it's already been robbed, there's like a cooldown before you can rob it again or something like that. Like, Oh, there's just, why can't we rob that bank right now? Well, cause they're fucking, po- Hey, it was just robbed. There's police all over the fucking place and the money's not there.
0: It just, it's you always seems so weird to me for like the moment I started playing GTA online, how carved up it seems like you got it's the open so world cool. and you can do some minor shit, but anytime you want to do anything else, a race or a job or whatever, it puts you into a fucking lobby. It's so it weird is, to me that that shit's not seamless. It is at so least so some fun. of it.
1: It is so fun to play a single-player game of Red Dead. Red Dead single-player is way more fun than online. The only difference is I want to play it with my friends. I want to play the single-player game with my friends. I don't need the story. I don't want the single-player story. Take the single-player, rip the story out of it, throw it in the trash, and put my friends in the fucking game.
0: That's all I want. I don't give a fuck like about other people. Oh, there's other people
1: running around. That makes it real. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make it real because this guy's running in circles, playing fucking Dr. Dre on his fucking microphone and and just fucking shooting wildly into the air. There's nothing Western about that. It just takes me out of the fucking moment. Oh, I'm just in St. Denis where there's police everywhere and a guy just runs up and shoots me in the head and runs off and nothing happens to him. That's not... That's fucking terrible. I just want... My fucking open world with my friends in it. And I want my friends to be able to come in and wear whatever the fuck they want and ride whatever horse they want. So we can roam around and rob some banks. And it's about, where the fucking video games are supposed to be about immersing yourself into something that you don't have. That's what most video games are. Yeah, sure. There's the fucking games out there. They're, oh, it's a challenge. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's a challenge. Yeah, I've talked about this with, with Resident Evil 2 Remake. How fucking cool would Resident Evil 2 Remake be if one player plays Leon and the other one's playing Claire at the same time on the same map and you can run into each other and shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, that would. Ru- it's like those fucking people that come in like,
0: I don't uh, uh, Dead Space 3 was terrible because you could have a co op partner. That ruins the game. Yeah, they said the same thing about five. What the fuck? No, you the, the problem is they have- need. I like. I agree with you, but I don't want Resident Evil 2 to be that because you're remaking a game. But if they came out with like a standalone Resident Evil that wasn't all actioned out, and they designed it around co-op, that that would be fucking great.
1: I'm not saying that's the main mode. I'm saying that's like an extra. You know, like no different than playing tofu. That's an extra thing you can do is play a version of the game with your friend. You know, and it's not hard. It's not some difficult thing. You just literally put the multiplayer into it. You you literally take what you have. It's just like this situation we're talking about now. Red Dead Online should just be single player with the story disabled and your friends can join in. You know, like other games that have dropped, like Diablo. You know, Diablo is weird because, yeah, Far Cry, Far Cry, Diablo. These games, they just, they exist and you can have your friends drop in at any point And it doesn't change the game. There's no weird, like, the enemies get strong. I mean, sure, Diablo's like, the enemies get tougher. I'm not even asking for that. Who gives a fuck about that? I'm playing a Western game with guns. Shoot in the head, kills people every time. That's that's how it should be, okay? Every fucking time. That's all I'm asking for. I'm just asking to be able to play the fucking game and have my friend drop into it. That's what online should be. Stop this bullshit where it's like, "Eh, PvP, man! Don't you just want to make everybody see that you're the best? Don't you want everybody to see how big your fucking gamer dick is, man? Look how big my gamer dick is, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I got like six fucking horses and I'm riding. I got to lose my gun. It's fucking gold, man. I just shot you in the head and you're fucking dead. Well, who, fucking <laughs> who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? give a fuck? Apparently people, people who
0: pay them all the money to buy all the gold.
1: You know, I'm a, I'm a fucking smidgen away. Every time I see another player in Red Dead Online, I'm a fucking inch away from just blowing their fucking brains out for no reason other than I hate them, and I don't even <laughs> know them, okay? I don't even know them, but I know this. They're in my fucking game, and I don't like it, right? <laughs> Fallout 76 levels of shit. I don't want them there. Get the fuck out. Give me the option. Give people like me the option. It's not that I'm an introvert. I just don't like... Seeing other people, I don't. People suck. Okay. People suck. They have shitty opinions. They're stupid looking and they're running around <laughs> doing shit that's just dumb.
0: <laughs> the <I'm> end. <laughs> All right. Well, let's What's talk about Resident about Evil right? now. Oh, yeah. Monty's here. And go. Uh, yeah. Perfect. That's about right. Okay. <laughs> What do you think about Red Dead, Mr. Level 150?
2: 126.
0: Oh, sorry. 126.
2: Uh, it's 126. I like it. You know, it's it fills a void. But, you know, there are a lot of things that uh that I don't agree with, like what you guys were saying. I don't like that you can't rob people like anybody online. That kind of sucks.
0: But on the plus side, you can shoot them in the head with no repercussions.
1: No repercussions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they'll go tell on you, and some lawmen will show up. Oh, For it's revenge. weird,
2: because, you know, they kept store robberies, like convenience store robberies, in Grand Theft Auto. So I'm just I confused on why you can't rob stores in Red Dead. It's so weird.
0: Probably because if the store owner ends up dying they don't have a good solution if someone else walks in and wants to buy no, they do. something. It's called, look yeah, at it, it's called the catalog. It's the catalog. What <laughs> they
1: need to do is make it to where you can walk in, blast the fucking store clock, in, and everything that's on the shelves can be picked up. Oh no! He got a can of beans! Oh my god! It's it's imbalanced. He's able to pick up all the coffee, and he's able to fill up on coffee, beans, and like, it's not even fucking good shit. It's not like they have ammo laying out on the tables all the fucking time. and That shit's cheap anyways. Just let me go in and if I wanted to, and then you just get the repercussions as you put a bounty on my head. That's it. And not ten cents. Like a fucking hundred dollars. Now and, I can't you know, go into that fucking you know hell. without. how hard being it was to police. rob
2: a store in single player. You know how fucking.
1: You know like, how much it, it pisses me off that in single player, if you get a hundred dollar bounty on you and you go to Valentine, you can't go to Valentine, because the cops just always try to kill you. They're always trying to bust you. But in online play, you don't get that experience. I want to not be able to go to certain towns. I want that. I want to I I be like, hey, where are you guys going? Oh, we're going to Valentine. Oh, I can't go there. They want me there. I can't go there. Well, also, if you I would never there, really get a
0: bounty something. that high, like you personally. But at least it would be a deterrent for all these people that just sit in town waiting for the fucking legendary bounty to be over, just so they can fucking right. kill everyone. Yeah. Like, guess what? Your bounty is $10,000. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck never being able to come then back. You can
1: here. have you can have a system just like in single player where you turn yourself in. That's all you gotta do. Oh, I'm sorry you don't have the hundred dollars. That's okay. We're gonna we're gonna make you sit in the jail for a period of time. Maybe you I don't know. Fucking figure something out. There's all kinds of fucking <laughs> ideas that if I rattle around, uh, you lose all your ammunition. Something like that. I mean, it's just something simple like that. They take all your bullets from you.
3: You know how to have or, no one wants to
1: do business with you anymore. Well, whatever. I mean, I'm talking about turning yourself into the police, like to get your bounty off your head instead of paying the money. You know, you can do that in single player. I don't remember what you lose in single player, but they could they could just take all your shit from you. You okay? Uh, you you still keep your horse and your guns, obviously, because those are expensive. You still keep your clothes but and i'm not expecting them to make you sit i mean fuck i would not be against them making you sit in jail on in online play for hours at a time and your friends can come bust you out
2: <laughs> why can't we get that but shit if if the fucking police are allowed to have some sort of crazy like esp when it comes to where you're located or any enemies really i think yeah sure have a system where you go to jail and you can just tell your friends like, Hey, I'm in jail. Bust me out.
1: Yeah, And it doesn't have to be crazy. it could be like 30 to 45 fucking minutes of waiting. Sit in there. You can have a table with cards at it or something, you know, <laughs> and then your friends can come bust you out. And if your friends come bust you out, it counts as serving your time. That's all you have to do. Like, Hey, bust it out. But his wanted level is gone. Now, as long as, you know, you don't have to shoot out with the cops while you're doing your bust out or whatever. And then you can you can do cool shit like players can capture you if you got a bounty and turn you in and they get paid the money that your bounty is worth and you got to sit in the prison. Or you can have the police come up and they give the... You can have like regulators that you put in the game, like these NPCs that have bolas and shit and come after you.
0: Like, come on. <laughs> this is easy shit. It's already shit that's mostly in single player anyway. Exactly. It's already mostly there. Overall, it's a good time, though. I put a lot of time into it. Gonna put more time into it. I mean, yeah, it's a fun game. Buy it. It's definitely worth $60. But now let's get to the real reason we're all still alive. Resident Evil 3 remake.
1: I just want people to understand with the Red Dead thing real quick that what we're complaining about here is not that the game's bad. We're just complaining that it could be perfect. And there's things missing from single player that should be in online. They have no reason not to be there. And this game could be amazing, but instead it's just another GTA type experience. Okay. Back to Red to, to Resident Evil.
0: All right. Resident so <clears throat> uh Capcom kind of surprised everyone. You know, they had that project resistance game. It's just called Resident Evil Resistance now. And uh that state of the game for PlayStation they are like, and now a look at the single player portion of resident evil resistance. And turns out it's resident evil three. You Thank know, God. I
1: really wish that didn't get leaked because one of my favorite things to do is go around and watch people react to stuff like that. But everybody that's reacted to it is just like, yeah, this is that resident evil three. It's probably resident evil three because it leaks, right? It's just more of a confirmation at that point. Which yeah. is a little unfortunate.
0: Well, whatever. I mean, first of all, it's coming out in April. Capcom's usually good about release dates. Um, I mean, Resident Evil 2 got pushed back a year. Did anyone even notice? Nope. And why is that? Because they didn't do what every other developer does and announce their fucking game three years out. So now well, they've got they Resident Evil 3 coming in six months. Engine,
1: so A lot of this is already there.
0: Well, now there's a rumor that um, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes were originally meant to come out together but it was taken too long and well, that kind of makes the, sense I to know me I
1: going to tie in they've talked about how it's going to be before during and after just like well hold on
0: hold on there's there's other shit so that that's part of the reason why when we played the game it kind of seemed like there was stuff missing like all the interactions between Leon and Claire that happened in the original that kind of don't happen here mm. so I, I I was right I predicted that three would come out with two and I was kind of right. I'm sticking with that story. So now they got, there's another rumor in the rumor mill about all these things that they're going to do to Resident Evil two building up to Resident Evil three. Um, They, they said, well, I shouldn't say they said, cause they didn't. There's a rumor that they're going to redo the scenarios a little bit, tweak them so that they make more sense. Um, God, what was it? I've read that whole list to you guys. You remember anything else I read off? Were you listening?
1: No. God, they that's were gonna do a bunch of good shit. It's supposed to go on in Resident Evil 2? Yeah. Something about a first person mode. Oh
0: yeah. They're, they were gonna do a first person and a fixed camera mode for it. I couldn't find anything on that. Yeah, it was a post on 4chan, so you know, oh. probably false. But still, it gives me gives me uh, a boner.
1: I mean that would be cool. Because <laughs> the mod sucks
0: yeah uh the other thing is that they released the resident evil 2 rpd demo which is basically a carbon copy of the one-shot demo but there's no time limit i just installed it apparently there's an easter egg somewhere in there which i don't know why they don't just put it in the goddamn game instead of a new demo but you know whatever but well, Resident Evil 3 itself, just based on the trailer, is looking pretty damn good. I mean, it has got it looks pretty much the same as Resident Evil 2. It's the same engine, same tech, which is great. No, don't fix it if it ain't broke. Uh, it looks like you still get a Dodge mechanic, which, as well, I think I said in the last the podcast, you need
3: it. Yeah,
1: they really also did... Well, they did that
0: for the PlayStation version, they did that. They haven't done it for the other... They
1: typically update the PlayStation version first, right?
0: I don't
1: know. I mean, they got the DLC first, didn't they? I don't know. I thought they got the DLC like a week early or something like that. Uh, I do know, like people have said, like this means she's not going to meet Kendo. That's not true. It just means that when she comes by at some point, he might might not be there. Maybe she meets him early, and then maybe they comes flash by later back to when she
0: there. did meet him. Right. There's also a leaked image of a cutscene between Kendo and Jill. Yeah, so that could be. Have said that that into- could be
1: photoshopped, but I don't think
0: it is. A lame thing to Photoshop.
1: Uh, It seems like they're going to keep the story about Kendo and his daughter as kind of his background there.
0: Yeah, I mean, Kendo wasn't even in Resident Evil 3, so I don't know if they are going to put him in the new one. Well, they're
1: trying to tie 2 and 3 together, I think, for people that are new to the series. I mean, you look at Google right now, there's a lot of people. There's a pretty high number of people searching, is there a Resident Evil 3?
0: Well, that's just what Google thinks you want to hear. <laughs> you can't trust them. Is there a Resident Evil 3? Why don't you just search Resident Evil 3 and find out?
1: Well, people are stupid. Yeah. These are millennials and zoomers we're talking about. Hey, we're... Hey tech- Google. No, is guess. there? They probably have a Hey, Google thing in their house. Like,
0: hey, Google. Is there a Resident Evil 3?
1: Yes, you idiot. <laughs> Awesome. I want to play it. man, well, it came out in like 1990
0: something. Oh God, yeah, it was like 99 I think I know, it might have been later it came out the same year as Code Veronica. So shit. 2001 Whatever it takes place in 98 But I'm really looking forward to it I mean it, that whole thing in the trailer of Jill like looking in the mirror and turning into a zombie Clearly, that's from when she gets infected. Spoilers. And I, yeah, and that seems um, like the perfect kind of place where you could take get the remake treatment, and instead of just having Jill fucking lay in there while you play as Carlos, you could definitely do something else with that. Especially with all their fucking Gore Tech or whatever the fuck they came out with for Resident Evil Two. Mm. It'd be pretty crazy to play through Jill's uh, crazy T virus trip as she's turning into a zombie. And they might even do something completely different. What if, what if Jill fucking turns into a zombie and you have to kill her? And then you play the rest of the game as Carlos? That'd
1: be a great retcon.
0: Yeah, Jill's dead. You don't see her in 7. Where the fuck is she? You know.
1: Now you know 5 and 6 never happened. Thank God. Well, in 7 she is off having a baby and cooking food because it's made by Japanese people. <laughs> Which, listen, I'm totally okay with that. Women have the right to choose to stay in the kitchen.
0: And so do men too, by the way. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't choose to.
0: Where is these like I got to find one of these everything we That's know funny about because Resident I do all the things.
1: cooking in my relationship.
0: Who does the cooking in your house, Monty?
1: Uh, Mostly my Asian wife cooking balut, but, you know, I like to sometimes go in there and make a
2: cheese sandwich. If she's cooking or if she wants something for herself, she's cooking. Usually it's me cooking food for me or us. What do you sometimes she cooks it? Montana food,
1: Minnesota food. What What kind of Minnesota food do you cook?
2: Well, if it has anything to do with protein, I'm cooking it. Cause she what's your, what's it. your
1: favorite food to cook? What's your favorite dish to make?
2: My favorite dish to make?
1: What would I
2: you, don't say, what would, what would you say is your signature dish? I don't know. I'm
1: not a fucking chef. I didn't ask if you're a chef. Neither am I. I'd say mine is like meatballs and mozzarella. What do you got? Chicken cacciatore. What are you, fucking 70-year-old mom? What? <laughs> As my response no matter what you said alright <laughs> Resident Evil 3
0: <laughs> alright so they did come out with a special message developer thing not too much new there um, we Resident Evil Resident... 3 remake is designed with action in mind quote if you compare Resident Evil 3 to the second installment it leans more towards action so we remade everything based on that premise which is fine by me but fine by me. Yeah, Resident Evil Three was scary for different reasons. But I get what they're it,
1: trying to do. They're trying to make the series move like in steps from one with its kind of you know uh, isometric view almost to two with it still being slow but moving towards action and then three with more action and then
3: boom
0: six in your now, face. It doesn't have to go as far as six. Like three, three to me, the original was was perfect in like the sense of escalation. Like you get more ammo but you never feel comfortable with the amount of ammo you have. You still have to limit your inventory space, so it's probably the first Resident Evil where you kind of feel the need early on to use a shotgun as your primary instead of a handgun, you know? And you There's get a lot, lot more shit, but you're also using a lot more shit. There's a lot uh, of
1: zombies in the third one. I think you're going to have more zombies to deal with. Yeah. That's and, where it's interesting to me is just the number of zombies. Well, of they also
0: it. respawn. I don't know if they respawn or if it's scripted to, for them to come back after you, you hit a certain point in the story, but Resident Evil 3 is a lot less about finding out which enemies to kill and which ones not to kill. Mm-hmm. So pretty much kill everyone. You don't yeah. backtrack quite as much, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't lose the atmosphere. It doesn't turn into a fucking shooter fest. Like it, The, the gunplay and all that, the combat, still just as tense as it was in the first two. So even though it leaned more towards action, it wasn't Resident Evil four in a good way. So when they say that we you know, we have that in mind when they're talking about the remake, I don't have a problem with it. They're gonna give you more ammo, they're gonna be more enemies and you're gonna be able to dodge. So Yeah. There you go. and you have to. If there's gonna be more enemies and there's gonna be a fucking nemesis chasing you down.
1: More about the nemesis than anything.
0: Yeah, you gotta be able to dodge. I don't even care if it's if it gives you iframes or not. You just gotta be able to get out of the way, because you run slow on purpose, and he runs fast. People are complaining about the way Nemesis looks because he's got this fucked up nose on his face. You know, whatever. Trying to make it look more realistic. Yeah, they're trying to make it look more like this guy was stitched together like Frankenstein from a bunch of humans. And his teeth, like, there's a there's a screenshot of Nemesis with a flamethrower or something. Or maybe he's just surrounded by fire. I don't know, but he's like screaming, and he's got like a creepy fucking giant mouth with long teeth. Yeah,
1: I think they're going for the Japanese horror thing,
0: which again, fine Japanese with me.
1: people are really scared of people with big mouths, and dark hair, and little girls with white face paint.
3: It's weird. I think that Jill's character model looks good. Yeah, I even I think, think Carlos looks realistic. good. He looks more like the the I'm
2: not fucking of his hair, it's too frizzy. It's like he I got
3: think it's part. very Kano. I think it works. Yeah, I don't think we found out if he has an accent yet, but the ladies love it. <laughs> There's not really a whole lot else, like
0: as, as far as facts go, that they didn't show in the trailer. I mean, it's coming April 3rd. I'm, again, going to be taking time off of work for it. So be ready for, like, four or five days straight. i going to beat the game, like, a thousand times.
3: There's a Resident Evil 2. Thomas the train mod who replaces Mr. X with a fucking train.
0: I don't know why that's here.
3: Because video gamers are fucking children.
0: He's Thomas the train!
1: Oh my god! Really shows the fucking age of the average fucking player right now. Thomas the fucking engine bullshit. These these kids, I, I that
0: that wasn't even a thing when
1: I was a kid. That's how young these fucking kids are. Hey, what if it was Thomas the Train guy? <sighs> no, it was
0: it was around when I was a kid. Well, I it was just didn't know anyone who watched it.
1: Well, I didn't. It wasn't around when I was a kid. I, I I don't know where you were kid, but Jesus. It was on television. Maybe you're just remembering the meme of it. It was a fucking giant meme for a while there. And that also shows no, I, remember it. I remember. I remember seeing the ads for kids. it. So, like, all these kids are fucking lame. They're pulling up... They're constantly repeating old, dead memes. It's fucking terrible.
0: These people don't now understand Someone on Google reviewed the Resident, Evil Resident Evil 3 a month ago that. poorly and gave it a 5 out of 10. I just stumbled across this, so I'm going to read this guy's Five out of 10, two-star review. For Resident Evil 3, the original. Five out of 10, total bore. Resident Evil 3 <laughs> is frankly a vapid and useless game with cheap cliche thrills and tedious gameplay from the offset and beyond with various elements that are actually needed. I don't know what that means. The game's story is so typical, expected, and cliche, there really isn't there isn't really anything interesting, unique, or significant about the gameplay whatsoever. The game has decent graphics for a game made in 99, but the gameplay is tedious, empty, and void. The whole camera placement angles and the How rest many times are strange.
1: How are going to say tedious, empty, and void?
0: I don't know, but it's getting tedious and empty. <laughs> all the rest are strange, misplaced, and don't make any sense. The game's protagonist and characters are all right and manageable, but the villain, who goes by the name Neticis, is a total bore, lacking any sense of motivation or direction, and seems to not do anything else other than aim to kill people. What? Well- <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, it's
0: a, that's exactly he was created to do one thing. Hello.
1: I didn't pay attention to the story, really.
0: Okay, well, I mean, granted, the story's never been that great. That's not what it, Resident Evil games are about, but whatever. Let's finish. The map is very detailed and has a dark and grimy tone to it to match the game's feel and vibe. Great work there. The voice acting is decent and the controls function all right. The game has a range of decent and creative weapons, which is nice. The gameplay can get repetitive in many areas. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis has a good and subtle dark soundtrack that is a perfect fit for the gameplay, yet the game isn't as good as people think it is. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis is a cheesy, overrated, depressing game that eventually leaves the player with no other choice than to uninstall simply because of the game's repetitiveness, mistakes, bugs, and story. I confident, confidently recommend you don't play this game. Okay, well, he's clearly not a Resident Evil, Resident Evil fan.
1: He's clearly not a human being that actually understands anything on the planet.
2: Like well, whatever he has to say doesn't matter because he fucked up by saying the villain, Nemesis. Nemesis isn't a villain. He's a fucking weapon. Like, plain and simple. I guess, yeah. He doesn't have free fucking thought. He's not like, I'm gonna go fuck these dudes up because fuck them. Yeah, he's
1: literally anything, following the, orders. Uh, umbrella, and he's a weapon of umbrellas. No. Well, he's losing he sight. He enjoy.
0: has no perspective on this. Like, Resident Evil 3 was meant to be a Resident Evil 2 spinoff. It wasn't supposed to be a, a numbered entry in the series. It
1: doesn't even matter. Like, the game is And good, it still
0: holds right? up, even though it is a, lot a numbered, of the entry,
1: shitty numbered
3: entry.
1: It's one of those fucking things where I am a game reviewer. I'm going to be a critic about everything because... I the standard is X Y Z nonsense. Like uh, the standard to video games in today's climate should be games like The Last of Us. Listen, The Last of Us is a great game. It's a masterpiece, but it's a masterpiece by a certain. Do- you can't fucking hold everything to somebody's standard. Like My oh, is- look at Death Stranding. It's great and it's a Kojima game. Like you can't look at Death Stranding and go every game has to be like this. You're never gonna get something like that without Kojima. It's just not gonna happen. I don't yeah, get where he says,
0: "Cunt." There isn't really anything interesting, unique, or significant about the gameplay. All right, we'll what take it from a perspective mean? of 1999. You're saying there's nothing interesting about the gameplay. I think yeah, well, the gameplay is pretty is interesting. He's
1: not, he's not taking it from that perspective, but also yeah, even what, looking back, it's still pretty interesting and unique. Every game has to have unique gameplay.
0: Just think. Think
1: about that I think like, it's pretty This unique. guy's asking for possibilities beyond what is real. Well,
0: like, not even uh, that. Just, I've already experienced this kind of gameplay before when I played it. but you haven't Evil. really. I mean, aside from the Resident Evil games themselves, like there really hasn't been anything before or since that has that kind of gameplay. Yeah, and he says that it's cliche and shit. like Well, he's saying the story mean? is cliche, which I mean, sure.
1: It's well, Japanese.
0: Sure. It's a fucking zombie game. Like
1: it's Japanese. Like anime is popular in Japan for a reason. They like their stories like that. Japanese people aren't making anime and going, "Huh, this is ridiculous and cringy and stupid," right? No, they in Japan. If you want to be cool in Japan, and I mean cool with even the kids, the young audience, whether you're old or young in Japan, the coolest thing you can do is be bothered by nothing. Like, that is the coolest thing in Japan. Look at this guy. He doesn't give a fuck. Oh, what's that? A, an explosion happened, and he didn't even flinch? He's so fucking cool. Oh, my God. And, it, like, the idea of just saying, like, like, oh, uh, guess which drink is the Coca-Cola? And you drink this one, and you drink this one, and you just put this
0: one down. This one's easily the Coca-Cola, no fucking problem.
1: And you're right. Man, he's so fucking cool, right?
0: Well, like I mean, think about... Think about the story for Resident Evil 1. Like, there really isn't one. You, kind of, it's, you go in to find your, your team, and then you find out that someone betrayed you, and, and then you find out who it is, and, you know, whatever. And you find out through stories or um, files and shit that Umbrella's behind this whole thing, and it's kind of a setup. It it's probably has like, the best story. Yeah,
1: this is a pretty good story you're explaining. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Well, no, it's not, though, because they nev- it never goes anywhere. In the rest of the game. It's a setup. But no, the thing is, it's like no one's playing Resident Evil for the story. Well, okay, but... Very few people.
1: Certainly back in the day, kids weren't really playing it for the story, but the developers weren't really making it for a a, a story that continues. Resident Evil was set up to be something where they could keep pumping out games with that background and not really have to worry about explaining stuff. That's why it feels a little convoluted when it's put together. Same with Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid wasn't thought out as this grand scheme by kojima he wrote it as he went along that's how most stories are hell even george martin's writing his shit as he goes along he might have some ideas because he plans on he might be like "Ah, but when he started writing a game of thrones he didn't know that the red wedding was going to be a thing he was just like you know this would be a great thing to do so i think that's true with every story i don't think you can slight a game like that on story especially back in the day um most games today that are Considered really good, standards are one-offs. There's something that you could really just be like, okay, The Last of Us doesn't need a part two; it's fine the way it is in terms of story. Or God of War doesn't need a part two. It'd be great to get a part two, but it doesn't need it. It could just stand on its own. Those are what's considered like the great stories, but not everything has to be a
0: great story, and I don't have a problem with it because what's well, for creepy, games like Resident Evil, they just have to be good enough, and that's what they've been pretty much the, the whole time—just good enough. To keep you interested. If you but, go
1: back to the '90s, things that were considered amazing stories in movies were cringy. You look back on the day, they're cringy. Just fucking go watch. Like, oh my god,
0: any fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is just full of cringe. Yeah, no, no one's really watching those movies for story either.
1: <laughs> sure, they are. That's what a movie is. It's a no,
0: story. they watch it for explosions and spectacle. No, nah, what about the Christmas ones? Huh? What about
1: the Christmas Arnold Schwarzenegger movies? Those sold like hotcakes, man. Jingle
0: all the way. You're going to tell me that, that
1: nobody, the people were watching that for explosions? Well, that's no, when I it mean. gets weird. And I mean, Sigma. you're watching
0: it. You're watching it for Arnold, right? Like, oh, this, let's take this guy who's known for doing action movies and throw him in a fucking feel good holiday movie. And I got to see that.
1: But it's cringy, is the point.
0: Oh, yeah. It's definitely cringy. But no one's like, man, I hope that fucking kid gets his turbo, man. I, 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 I don't but really Japan care about any of the left actors. the cringe,
1: is what I'm saying. America kind of evolved in its desire for storytelling. Places like Japan didn't because they don't take shit so serious. Their culture isn't enveloped in like that kind of stuff like ours is, you know, our consumerism culture is enveloped in entertainment because the world sucks and we know it. People in Japan, they're just too busy fucking keeping their heads down in the subway and trying not to bother each other. So when they get home, They don't even, they're not discussing shit with people and they don't have friends. (laughs) They're not going home and talking with their wife at the dinner table. They're eating their food silently and then they they go watch a fucking animation somewhere and it's still cringy. That's just the way it is. I don't think there's anything you could do there. I think it's always going to be cringy. Just the way it
2: is.
0: Anyway, I don't think this guy gives a very fair review.
2: When was the review written? A month ago. Oh, see, there's your problem. He's comparing it to newer games. Yep. Like you can't compare something that was made decades ago to shit that you've been playing recently. You can't say that. you Well, know, I the mean, for all the stuff suck, he bitched about, you can. You
0: didn't fucking. You didn't knock the graphics or anything. He said the game has decent graphics for a game made in '99. But as far as gameplay goes, like that's what the game is. Yeah,
1: that's what the game is.
0: I mean, if you want to run around and fucking shoot people, there's Resident Evil 6 or other games. <laughs> it's like
1: why would right? you play a Resident Evil game and then be play, all taken so, aback so that play it's play fucking Call it of
2: it Duty is.
0: zombies if you want. Right. This sounds like a guy that. who got killed by Nemesis way too many times. Who's like the <laughs> villain who goes by the name Nemesis is a total bore. Who writes
1: like that? The villain by the name. I mean, called Nemesis, Nemesis. I mean, he's
0: right in the sense that he doesn't, he lacks a sense of motivation or direction because he was designed to be a single minded killing machine. So, I mean, he's right. I don't agree that he's criticizing it for being yeah, right. Somebody but he's right. That wants to review
1: but, a video game and not even give it the credence to read in the fucking, read the the files in the fucking game. That's the kind of person you're dealing with.
0: Well, game if game. you came up to me and said, "Describe the, the one thing Nemesis isn't," I would not say boring. Like he's not fucking boring. He, that's he's the furthest thing from fucking boring. It's Especially probably the most intense, of butthole clenching character in Resident game. Evil.
1: One with like regular zombies, and then Resident Evil Two with regular zombies, and then you get fucking Tyrant, and that's intense. And then suddenly Resident Evil Three Nemesis. You go into that for the first time as a kid, you have no idea he's going to be chasing you. Yeah. Fucking
0: run around the RPD. Talk like, about subverting expectations, right? Like, I'm going to make it through yeah. this door and I'll be fine. No, you won't. Oh, well, at least he's just walking. Okay, he's sprinting. Well, at least he yeah, doesn't have a gun. Time. Oh, he's got a rocket launcher. Oh, he's got a minigun. Yeah. So there's that first
1: time that he sprints after you in the RPD. You go down the stairs, you hear something. You go down the yeah, stairs. You hear glass stairs. break. <clears throat> and he drops down, and he's got a fucking rocket launcher, and your instinct is to run, because you've already encountered this guy and probably didn't have an easy time handling him. So you run, and you get through the door, and you're like, okay, I made it. And then you start going, and you hear the door open, and you're like, oh, fuck, run. And by the time you make it to the door, he's caught up to you. (laughs) Like, oh, my God, he's right there. And then you're thinking he's going to come through the door again, so you're just fucking booking it. And you never know. You never know how long
0: he's going to stay after you. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, well, sometimes there are certain rooms he can't go in, so you go through the door. Well, yeah, but you go through the door and you kind of wait for a second like, okay, he's not going to come into this room. Like the uh, the records room, right? Like he's that hallway you are talking about. You go through that door, you're in the records room, you're like, okay, I'm safe. Because he can't go in the records room. But then you go into the next room and he's right behind you again because he can go right through him. the records room when you're not looking at him. So, yeah, you never really fucking know,
1: yeah, that guy didn't even- cl- the guy clearly didn't even read the fucking the the notes and shit you get in the files, or he would have known that the reason Nemesis is the way he is is because he was built to be that way, and if he's not reading the files, why is he gonna review a fucking game? How are you gonna review a game and you don't even give it the fucking time of day to read shit? This is the problem I had with people like Sounds Angry like Joe you beat it. This is the problem I had with Angry Joe. When, when Destiny 1 came out, they had a great system with loot, and like the game was fine, and it was, it was probably the best iteration that Bungie's had of Destiny to date. I was like, you want to get an exotic? Okay, uh, you got you to gotta go to this fucking dungeon to get the exotic, and you got to keep doing it over and over to get the exotic that you want. And they—he didn't even fucking play it. He had this guy Delrith or whatever fucking play it, and he couldn't. He kept running the dungeon and was unlucky and not getting the the item that he wanted. So what? It's called RNG, and they based their entire review of Destiny on that fucking review and gave it a low score because of it. And they bitched at Bungie, man, make it easier to get gear. So what's Bungie do? They fucking put in a random system where it just ah, when Destiny Two comes out. You're just gonna exotic ingrams will drop randomly from anywhere. Great. So if I want this specific item, I can't target it. Good one. Yeah, that was kind of a shitty thing to do. Gamers are fucking stupid. They don't know what they want. They they, they, I mean, okay, they know what they want. They want shit just given to them. That's what they want. They wanted Bungie to go, well, here you go. Here's the exotic that you wanted. All you gotta do is pay money or, or something like that. But that's not going to happen. Developers will always find ways to make you put time investment into their game. And if you come at them and say, I don't want to run the same dungeon over and over to get this piece of loot, they'll go, okay, we got this cool system where you just get it randomly. Grads, now now you're the fucking idiot hunter that doesn't have, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, liars, uh, whatever the fuck it's called, handshake, liars handshake, and you're sitting here for months and months and months and months trying to get it, and your only r- way to get it is from Zur. Well, we got Zur in the game every week. He shows up and he like, Oh my God, imagine if you're the unluckiest motherfucker playing that game and you never get an exotic except from Zur. Congratulations on taking m- like six to eight months to get all your exotic.
3: You idiot. And they're not even they're that, that good most of the time, they're not even that good. <laughs> Anyway,
0: Resident Evil 3 was uh, definitely among my favorites. I, I can't really say which Resident Evil game is my favorite favorite, but Resident Evil 3 has always been up there. It, it did more of the action, but I don't think the rest of the game suffered for it, like in 4 or 5 or 6, you know, especially 6. It was just a little bit more action. It's kind of like they took the last half an hour of Resident Evil 1 and 2 and made that just the baseline for Resident Evil 3. Like, the end of Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2, there's, like, zombies that, you know, the fucking naked zombies that come out of nowhere when you're trying to run back to wherever you got to get to to catch the helicopter. And you, you're at that point, you're kind of not so worried about ammo. I mean, you are, but not really. You just want well, to get of out. The
1: game, so there's no reason to hold it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and... It's kind of like that, but and you do have to think about it a little bit the way, throughout 3. It's
1: the end of the game with their little self-destruct bullshit.
0: Yeah, they do that in 3, too. Mm-hmm. And then they them. give you another one where instead of a countdown timer, the missile's fucking coming.
1: Seven's
3: the only one that doesn't have a countdown timer, is it? Did it not have a timer? I don't remember. I don't Maybe think not. it does. Whatever, if you can't defeat that last part in any said Resident
0: Evil game in that amount of time, then well, you're probably out of ammo. Or... Anyways. Yeah.
1: They, they just give you the gun.
0: But I think it's kind of cool what they did, how they kind of turned the city into the police station or the mansion where you kind of do have to backtrack and there's some puzzles. It's just... It's on like a bigger scale. You don't really notice this until you know exactly where you're going. But in Resident Evil 3, you kind of make your way all the way to the train car. And then it turns out that you need like three different things. Well, three different things, four things that you combine into three things to get the train running. And you got to go all the way back to the beginning and backtrack to get all the shit. And you you can just take the wrench that you find in the train and get everything you need, run all the way back, you know, get everything you need on the way and then run back to the train car. So, really, the whole first part of Resident Evil 3 is getting to the train car, backtracking to the beginning, collecting all the shit on the way, and then going back to the train car. But I when mean, you're playing it, it does feel like you're backtracking a lot more than that when you don't know where you're going or what to
1: I think do. they're going to keep a lot of the locations the same. They, I think it's going to be similar to Resident Evil 2 Remake, where most of the story is intact in terms of, like, where you go and what you do. They're gonna well, probably change a lot of the puzzles to be more intuitive and streamlined, like they did in the RE2 remake.
0: Well, I hope, uh, I hope they don't. Stuff. I hope they don't open up the city too much, because even though Resident Evil 3 doesn't really make much sense as a city, it's it seems like what they did is they don't really know what an American city looks like in the original three. There's a lot of like alleyways and stuff, which is is fine, except there's like storefronts on these alleyways and like just bikes. Well, like, that's if a Japanese thing. Yeah, I know it is, but I don't want them to open up Resident Evil 3 to be like a normal city because I don't want to be just running down city blocks, you know? Like, I kind of like the back areas and shit. So I don't know how they're going to do that. But I'm interested. I'm interested to know. Because it would just be kind of lame walking down a fucking open city street with zombies on either side, just bypassing them. They got to find some way to get you into the, the back alleys and the severe they areas. They could do and it stuff. and
1: just have a ton of zombies in those areas.
0: Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, even like the very small amount of Resident Evil Two that took place in the city, didn't really look like the original city hardly at all. You know.
3: They could just have
1: the uh, open city areas be more dangerous with a lot more, a lot more zombies. I think that would be a good way to do it.
0: I don't know. I have faith. They haven't let me down yet. I mean, it's going to be a
1: good game. I, I don't know what they could do to it to make it not a good game.
0: It's make just it the Resident atmosphere. 6. Resident Evil 3, I think, has the best oh, really atmosphere. All they,
1: all they need to do is take Resident Evil 2 and just slap it together with the Resident Evil 3 story and locations and all that. and. It'll be great. Maybe make it a little longer. Well, I'm hoping what they it. do
0: is they continue to drip feed us updates to Resident Evil 2 and more information and tie-ins and I shit hope leading up updates, to Resident Evil 3.
1: Um, I would love to play the game in first person.
0: Well, after the podcast is over, I'm going to boot up this RPD demo and see if I can find the Easter egg. Shouldn't take that long. Uh, we sped-run sped the fucking demo. In the demo. Are you doing the... No, it's, in, it's the in the new RPD demo is where the Easter egg is.
3: It's not, somebody... it's not the note. It's not the note you're thinking of. Oh, not the note. Okay. The note's pretty lame because I saw someone
0: get it. It's like a it's one just page to tie
1: it together.
0: Yeah, it's Jill leaving a note to Kendo saying like, "Hey, we met up. I'll come back for you I if you're not here." I don't think it's
1: meant then. for people that have already played the game. I think it's meant for people that might play the game later. For Their first time, and they see that, and they're like, Oh, Jill.
0: Well, I think they're gonna keep drip feeding this. Shit. I mean, they did, really it, shit. they did it, they did it in, in between Evil. the Resident Evil 7 demo and Resident Evil 7. Do you remember they kept updating the demo? Oh, no, I, yeah, dummy I know that
1: they, yeah, they did that a good bit. I'm not talking about the demo, I'm talking about the notes specifically. What these game developers do is they'll get information on like the demographic that's playing their game, like first time player versus you know, somebody that's been a fan of the series for a long time. And when they see that a lot of players are first time players, because the game was very popular with the whole thing of like live streaming and shit being a new thing. The game was super popular and got a lot of new people playing it. And if you don't play resident evil one, you don't know who the fuck Jill is, you know? So it's kind of a way to tie it together. I think then they might be adding some more stuff to tie it together like that. Jill, the master of unlock. I
0: just, I never really understood the problem that people had with the old style games. I just say that because you would think that with Resident Evil Remake being like 20 bucks on Steam right now for however many years it's been out, three years. The more people would play it. It's like so many people get caught up in this like, Ew, tank controls are terrible. It's like, motherfucker, Resident Evil 4 had tank controls. Go play Resident Evil 1 Remake and then go play Resident Evil 4. The buttons are the same. The difference is the camera angle. So you clearly don't have a problem with tank controls. You couldn't fucking dive around corners and shit in Resident Evil 4. No one seemed to have a problem with it. I just, like, I I, I understand why people think it's annoying to control your character like that, but I don't see how that's a deal breaker. It's supposed to be a little annoying and a little, you know,
3: limiting. Otherwise it would be too fucking easy. Yeah. It kind of forces you to, instead of just
0: fucking strafing back and forth and hopping them downstairs and shit like an idiot while you're shooting at zombies like a ninja, it kind of forces you to behave more like a human, you know, not sprinting and shooting at the same time. I think Resident Evil 2 did it right, though. I mean, it, the, the benefit of staying still is that you get more accuracy and a higher crit chance. You can still move while you shoot, it's just you don't really need to, but you can, I guess. Whatever. So are we going to go back and play through all the Resident Evil games again before 3 comes out?
1: Probably 1 and 2 remakes.
3: Not the original 2 or 3? No, I
0: don't.
1: I I mean, we're playing the original 3 now. Uh, We took a break for Red, Red Dead update, which in my opinion, isn't great right now and needs to be something we come back to when they've fixed it. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I don't know about you guys. I mean, I would like to get the reputation up, but Jesus, like, it bugs out so fucking often that it just seems like it's just going to be more frustrating as time goes on.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'll probably dip into it a little bit today, but I don't know. I'm not going to take it that seriously.
0: I'm not even really hyped about the new horse. I mean, I don't really do race horses. It is the fastest horse horse in the game. I want
1: the horse, but I think it's a war horse. I want the horse,
3: but
0: they're all they're all multi-class. So it's it's honestly this one probably is not a war horse.
1: I want the horse, but I'm sick and tired of fucking black screening and coming back and finding my shit's not there. I don't I don't that's not fun. It's frustrating. It's annoying and it'll probably be fixed in a couple of weeks and then we can come back to it then. Yeah.
0: And if we're lucky, they will recognize how much money people lost and give some kind of oh, apology reward give
1: some apology rewards.
0: They seem to be getting good at that. Instead of just releasing something that works, they're going to release it broken and then apologize later with free shit. It's nothing for them to give away fucking
3: horse tonics or whatever. Or for some reason it makes people feel okay about being fucked over for several weeks.
0: But wherever, we'll see. Uh, that's pretty much all I had for the podcast. Unless you wanted to talk about something. We um, got to
3: install Destiny 2. Fuck that game. Yes. Yeah, It's a joke. The
1: next season came out. It's just it's nothing there's nothing there it's trash it's pointless i don't know why people are still playing that game you know i was watching people stream uh half uh halo like the uh because you, you can get it on pc now like the halo shit.
0: yeah reach i think Reach is out
1: as well well i was watching people play the original halo i was watching like the doc play uh and sniping people with the sniper rifle. And you watch that and you realize, yeah, Bungie totally made this fucking game. You can just see the nonsense that exists in it. That's similar to the nonsense that exists in destiny. Like they they haven't changed a bit. You see, you see guys dying from like, like you see him shoot. There's like a, like his latest clip where he's killing people with the sniper rifle, which is easy to do without scoping. You just put the circuit. There's no like, There's no thing in that game where like the bullet zips off in a random direction. There's also no
0: damage drop off, which is why people just get sniped with the fucking pistol from across the map. So
1: so he shoots this guy and you see the guy get hit with the shields and he knows doc knows the guy's dead because he saw saw the shields get hit and it's a one shot kill no matter where you shoot him. So he just walks away. He just turns and goes, but you don't even see the guy die in the amount of time he pulls the trigger, gets the hit and moves away, you don't even see the guy die, but then the kill feed comes up. That's 100% the kind of shit you get in Destiny PvP, where people are dying at such a fucking delay, and it's been like that since day one. I I knew I was right about not getting fucking Halo, and it turns out they haven't changed a bit. Yeah, that's Halo, though. That's how it's
0: always been.
1: Yeah, oh, and Destiny's the oh, same know. way. They can't program hit detection worth a shit.
0: Now imagine um, playing Destiny 2 only. You can't ADS and you can't sprint, and then that's Halo. So if you see if you feel like a slow, a laggy piece of shit now in Destiny, it's even worse than Halo. I mean I saw it I I've said this before, man. I fucking when they announced Destiny, the first one, and they showed off the gameplay, I immediately recognized all the Halo in it. Well, yeah, it was it's
1: definitely the what they wanted to game. do with Halo, but Microsoft didn't want that. They wanted just more Halo games. That's why they jumped ship and Sony grabbed them up thinking this is a good this is a good thing. I mean, We're not Sony, but Activision.
0: The the co-op was fun. I played the first two games co-op with friends, you know, and that was fun, but I would never play fucking Halo for the multiplayer. It's fucking trash. Absolutely Always not. has been.
3: I'll play a co-op with somebody, but I wouldn't I don't give a fuck about the PvP. So yeah, let's
0: call it there. Thanks for listening everyone. This has been the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. You can find me on mixer mixer.com slash the night terror. Find Gabbler Monty on Twitch.
2: and both, I guess, for me. I'm still on
0: Monty Twitch for now. 63. Monty4GC. I tried Mixer,
2: but it, like I'm so waiting for everybody to leave Twitch and then I and get sloppy I
1: seconds. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it only takes one of us to get famous. I, honestly, Monty, you should be the Facebook streamer. What? Yeah. Facebook? Yeah, you stream on Facebook. I'll that stream on Mixer. Yeah, I'll stream on Twitch. Though.
1: If you're streaming on Facebook, it can't be games because there's so many people on there that are just boomers. Facebook streaming is better for like crafts and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright, well that's I mean, it. Thanks Marty for listening to the be podcast. All
1: day every day. I
2: don't know. Yeah. Why? Because you got can. no job. What do you mean? It says the yeah. guy with no job. What do you I mean? I do have a job. Oh, what's that? Work on a fucking mo- bathroom for five months?
3: Yeah, if I don't do that, I lose my income. What? What income? My wife. So your wife is paying you to redo the bathroom? No. She lets me eat. No. Oh. I get to live here. All right, that's confusing logic. We'll save that for <laughs> next time.
0: <clears throat> Thanks for listening, everyone. You'll hear us next time on the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. Or will you? This is number three that hasn't been (laughs) uploaded. It'll get uploaded
3: now. And... Go!